Welcome to Podcasts of Waterdeep. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast. To celebrate the launch of Waterdeep Dragon Heist, D&D asked Victoria Rogers from the Broadswords and Josh Peralt from Taking Initiative to create a special 10-episode story with a cross-section of the D&D live play community. Hopefully by listening to some of these episodes, you get jazzed about the possibility of storytelling within Waterdeep Dragon Heist and maybe find one or two new D&D podcasts to follow. To find out more about these groups and the Waterdeep Dragon Heist adventure book available in game stores now and everywhere, September 18th, head to dnd.wizards.com slash p-o-w-d or check out our live video programming on twitch.tv slash dnd. Here's a brief recap of what happened in the last episode. Adventurers from different realms and times, including the cast from North by Northwest, Mikhail Pavlovaskiewicz, played by Andrew J. Young from Lawful and Orderly, and Valanya, played by D&D community manager Satine Phoenix, have arrived in a metropolis in turmoil, Waterdeep. The Harpers, good-aligned information brokers, hired the crime organization run by the Xanathar to help with the Zentarum problem. The party went to sneak aboard a ship called the Canos Cruiser to procure a small decorative box, which ended up having some rocks in it. The group finds the box, sinks the ship, and gets away and each adventurer gradually returns to their own time and realm. At the end of the episode, a random urchin finds the box and walks off with it. Have fun listening to this second episode of Podcast of Waterdeep, brought to you by Dragon Friends. Secret spaces deep beneath the streets and byways of the city of Waterdeep hide a secret. What were once disused sewers and other bustling black market hub known as the Beggar Court. This court is run by Janos Mir, a bit player in the dance of intrigues and power that make up Waterdavian politics, but a ruthless figure in his own right. Mir has his fingers in many pies, and one such pie is the Gribbet's detective agency. Now, it would be a lie to suggest that the officers of the agency hum with the same activity typical to the court. Uh, Rather, most passerbys seem to avoid the rickety building, aware that those who seek the help of detectives Filge, Friesofferson, Pancakes and Co. end up quickly wishing that they didn't. It's been months since any of you had a case, and while Mia has granted you the space for a song, those incidentals are piling up something that the agency's chief financial officer, Gribbets, is quick to remind you. Um, Okay, guys, staff meeting. Staff meeting, everyone. Um, Okay. Me take notes. Uh, Okay, thank you, Filge. Uh, You can't write. Me draw. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Filge is into sketching now. (laughs) Okay, look, Filge. Hey, Filge, paint me like one of your French ladies. (laughs) Okay, first order of business, guys. Uh, the bathroom is a horror show. Oh, that's my bad. Sorry. Yeah, I put up notes. I've tried to be very diplomatic about this, but um, it really needs to change, okay? Second order of business is we are completely broke. I probably should have led with that, but the bathroom really is very distressing. <laughs> um, I've been going through the accounts, and even even the rent that, you know, subsidised by Janos Mir as it is, uh, oh, our incoming's... Uh, really, uh, we've got an incomings outgoings problem, if you know what, what I mean. What about all the cases we've been doing? Guys, um... The we case r- of the missing kitten. Yep. The case of the fiery cat. Sure, they were the same case. <laughs> the, case the, the case of the cat skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, look, I mean, they didn't really pay very well or at all. Um, so, look, I don't know. We really need to do something to change mm. or uh, <laughs> we're going to... Ah, have... a new mystery. Where to find money? <laughs> now, the Gruber Detective Agency is, of course, filled the half-orc barbarian, Baston, the level six handsome man, I think we've been calling it. Correct. Uh, Simon, who plays Bobby Pancakes, the halfling rogue, and Frizo. Friesofferson, a Ooh. name which I hate, uh, which is the homeschooled warlock played by Michael Hang. Uh, Gribbets. Ah, uh, yes, Frizo. Ha- have you thought about cooking the books? <laughs> I, I, I read, a go- I read a, an interesting article that accountants can actually just lie, and that's how most corporations make money. Sure, okay. Um, the only thing is that we just, like, you, I would have to sort of lie to people who sell me food, for example. Sure. Saying, here's some money when I don't have any. Okay. You know what I mean? That, that tends to be more about defrauding shareholders. Uh-huh. Um, of which you all are, <laughs> as, as per our partnership Willing to be defrauded. <laughs> should, should we float the detective agency on the stock market? Excellent idea. All in favour? Aye. 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 All no. opposed? No. Aye. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> Me got a good idea. Uh-huh. We gotta make some more crime in Waterdeep so we can solve the crimes. Ooh. When we make crimes, then we'll know how to solve them because we did them. <laughs> okay. Well, th- first of all, can I just say thank you so much for your lateral thinking, there, Phil? It's flawless. Yeah. Um, I mean, we took your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to find your wallet? <laughs> I will find your wallet for four hundred gold pieces. Well, th- this is we're sort of circling back to the main issue that Felch I don't have. <laughs> Suddenly the doorbell rings, um, and it's one of those little old-timey doorbells above one of those rickety wooden noirish doors, which swings (laughs) open as if under its own force, and behind the door you see, clad in impressive blue robes, a giant uh, figure with a huge bristling white beard and a floppy hat, and to play that figure, please welcome to the podcast, Matt Young. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarrakis. The elves know me as Fiang Yalak, the dwarves know me as Zonin and Hugstanges, and I am known in the northeast as Gasmwinius Maystar. And there may be other secret names, names that if I did ever utter them aloud would cause such destruction that I dare not speak them. And I have come here from an alternate world of Foon to hire you to find a precious gift. Hello. I'm Freezer. Me, Filch. Did anyone catch his name? I think I'm just going to be I am him. Usador, <laughs> wizard of the 12th realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator okay. of the no. magical lights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakis. The elves know me as Fiang I'm going to call him The dwarves know me as Zonin and Hukstangis, and I am known in the northeast as Gasmwanius Maystar, and there may be other oh, secret names again. that if I did speak them aloud, yea, every flower in all of your world would... M- Wilt. <laughs> oh, do that one. Do that one. <laughs> okay, so I, Filch brings out a small pot plant with a flower. <laughs> do their name. Do <laughs> their name. Scrumbo. <laughs> and, oh, and, and the daisy wilted. just wilts and dies. Oh, wow. Very well, powerful. Well, that was one of our assets. <laughs> um, uh, please. And Gribbets makes a big fuss. Also, thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Matt. <laughs> um, Gribbits makes a big fuss. Uh, 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 Bobby, stand up. Give him the good chair. 
Um, I stand up on the chair. No, off the chair. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, and they that. scuttle a chair over to the... Uh, now, please, uh, do take a seat. Uh, these are my associates. Uh, we are willing to, to, do, to detect, uh, to solve, to, uh, to, uh, to, to unwrap enigmas, uh, as, 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 as it were, and Gribbets is just sweating. <laughs> um, please, your coin or coins, <laughs> as it were, are very good here. Mm. Um, uh, what can we do for you? Now, I have to fill out a um, new client form. Um, can I begin with name? <laughs> I am Usador, wizard of the 12th realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos. 20 minutes later. <laughs> the elves know me as Fiang Yalak. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Hookstangis. And I am known in the Northeast as Gasmuanius Maystar. And I have secret names so powerful that if I did utter them aloud, they would surely melt your face right off of your skull, and then your skull would cry and get bored and eat the rest of your skull by opening up and filling around the rest of thine head until all that was left was thy neck stump. Do it! <laughs> I'm hey. just gonna... Uh, I got most of that. I, <laughs> and he hides I the piece I, of paper behind him. I cannot speak that name, for I have a a task I must set thee upon. I have 50,000 gold pieces to give you. <gasps> that is much more than we discussed, Matt. That is, that is much more money than we discussed. <laughs> We're very responsible with money. Mm. So what the job? If you, do you want us to solve a crime or do a crime? I wasn't quite clear. We could do both. Mm. So, while I was visiting Waterdeep, a nice beautifully ornate box was stolen from me. And inside this box, a precious, precious cargo that I dare not tell thee, for it is even more tempting than my 50,000 gold pieces. Oh, well, do you want us just to keep the box if we find it then? <laughs> no, no. For the box is filled with all sorts of rocks. <laughs> okay, let's just go for the money then, right? How, how will we know the box when we see it? The what box kind? is silver and gold and ornate, covered in gems, and if you've opened it up, it will be filled with all manners of stones and geodes, each more powerful and magical than the last, I assume. If the box has rocks inside it, but the box right. is also covered in gems... Aren't, right. Aren't those gems more worth... Like You can they... toss that fucking box in the river. I don't care. <laughs> Just bring me back the rocks. Okay, so we can keep the gems? Yeah, I don't... Yes, of course. <laughs> Good to know. Um, now, where did you last have it? When did you last lay eyes on this box? Have you retraced your steps? It's always in the last well, place you look. You see, I, I, I caught these thieves in the act... And they, they made off with the box, but I was able to track them to a cruiser called the Canos in Deepwater Harbor. And I hired someone to watch that boat for me, a young tiefling scout named Chastity Jink Grabber. I have, con I have not seen her, but I have, con I have spoken with her via magical correspondence. I, I have not yet laid aside on her. You must go and find her. 
She said there was some commotion there, and I fear now that the rocks are gone. Perhaps chastity is dead. Perhaps everything is ruined and all those rocks, those beautiful, smooth stones. Rocks, got it. Yeah, great. Um, So uh, uh, are we going, so we're looking for some rocks um, in a box. Correct. The docks? Correct. (laughs) Yes. Rocks in a box by the docks. Yes. Way too proud about that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm basically Dr. Seuss. Mr. Usador, what did the thieves look like? And while it looks like Filge is definitely writing notes, I cannot stress enough that she's currently drawing a picture of a smiley face on a hill. It's like one of those police drawings. Yeah. (laughs) Please go on. I'm afraid I did not get a good look at the thieves, for I had shrunk myself down to the size of a mouse. Nice. And was, li- was, was having fun inside the apartment inside of my hat. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as is um, custom when we deal with uh, uh, some such as these, and Grimitz gives a big look to all of them, um, we will require a down payment of, um, let's say, 100 gold pieces. Okay, Grivitz. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Grivitz, I'm going to need you to make, even for that tiny sum, a persuasion check, DC 15. Uh-huh. That is a big old 10. All right. Uh, you get the sense that you can probably... Um, <laughs> you don't need to leave any de- deposits. You could probably lower the price if you want. These guys seem really keen, Usador. Frothing. Here, I shall offer you... One gold piece. Done, taken, yes, please. Thank you. Let me hold it. <laughs> if you do a good job, I'll consider giving you the other 49999 <laughs> So, um, well, we, we're just going to put on our detective coats and then we can go. Do uh, you want to come with us or you want to hang out here or you want to go back to your mouse apartment or... Are, are, you, are you asking me to join you upon your quest? Yeah, I mean, I want to hear. I want to see what else you can do to flowers. So, yeah, and yes, yes, but ask me, ask me, ask me. <laughs> uh, do you want to come and find your rocks with us? No, but but say the word quest. Ask me to join your quest. <laughs> do you want to come and find your rocks with us? Quest? Yes, <laughs> yes, I shall join thine quest, and we <laughs> shall go out into the world, and we shall defeat evil wherever we do see it. Sick. <laughs> Um, Will you be joining us tiny as a mouse or in your current size? I shall choose my size at any moment based on the simple whim of a wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. (laughs) Half an hour passes and the dragon friends and their new friend Usador find themselves traveling up through the sewers, many pipes out into the dock wards and then along the boardwalk towards deep water harbor. Now, this is an area of some mercantile business surrounded by filthy tenements, but even inside this filth, you can tell that this area is in more uproar than normal. There are upturned carts, there are fruit uh, lays across the boardwalk, smashed, there are people complaining uh, and acting dazed as if something terrible has transpired here recently. And for all of the mess, it's clear that the city watch are nowhere to be seen. There's quite... Uh, everything seems a little bit unattended and a little bit in disrepair. As you make your way towards the harbour, Usador, you have a means to, um, I think we called it magical correspondence, to communicate with your scout. So um, you can contact them if you want. I shall reach out with my mind and attempt to contact chastity now. Mind, contact chastity. 
<laughs> Come on, mind. Mind? Hold on a second. I have to talk to my mind. Mind, I need you to do this for me right now. Chastity, can you hear me? Uh, let's cut now to a character we haven't met yet, Chastity Jinkgrabber, who, from your vantage point where you have been watching the docs, suddenly hear, um, with brilliant clarity, the voice of your client, Usador. And welcome, by the way, to the podcast, Mazamataz from Hell's Bells. Hello! Hi, everyone. It's me, Maz. I use they, them. Chastity uses she, her. Um, Got it. So, yeah. Chastity just sort of, like, sitting up on a vantage point, kicking her leg. And despite the and fact that, like, that this is a powerful magic, um, make, actually just make for me quickly a perception check for me, Maz. Uh, just DC 12. Okay. Uh, 13. Great. You've been tracking this incredibly conspicuous crew since they came in and you are now watching um, a powerful wizard have an argument with his mind when his voice suddenly comes through to you. <laughs> um, chastity is a bit sort of like... She's getting a little tired of his strangeness, so she doesn't. She lets him just carry on arguing with his mind for a little while. <laughs> yes, only one of us shall win in the end. It's either you or me, mind. And then one day I shall defeat you, just as I shall defeat all of my foes. Yea, no evil shall stand before me, and even the most decrepit thoughts that do creep into my brain, yea, those most foul things that even occur to a wizard, I shall vanquish! You want to keep it down a bit, Burke? Oh, sorry. Chastity, uh, uh, it's wonderful to hear from you. <laughs> What's up, Car? You got ah. that jink for me yet? Oh, I, I do. Here. Here are 10,000 gold coins. <laughs> All right. Are we standing oh, in front talking- of her? They, We're not just... next to each other. I'll give them to you when you get here. <laughs> Can we hear? Is he talking out loud? Yeah, I think Usador's <laughs> talking out loud. So, yeah, Usador's deposit for um, Chastity Jink Crabber was 10,000 gold coins, let's say. <laughs> Are they mind coins, though, or real ones? Real ones. Could we rob Usador? Well, <laughs> while, while Usador is talking... I, I, oh, I would like to see you try it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking out loud, Frieza? Apparently I am. <laughs> Sorry, Usador, that was our test and you passed. <laughs> it's a quest test. It's a thing we do. Um, let's, so should we go? Do you know where Chastity is? Should we go see her? Chastity, where are you? I have hired a detective agency and I have brought together the most powerful band of warriors that the world has ever seen to help us in our quest. Hit me, I'm that. While he's doing all this, could Chastity have maybe snuck down from her vantage point and just sort of sneak up behind him? Perhaps? Absolutely. <laughs> Stealth check against uh, passive wisdom 12. Okay. Dirty 20. Okay, Chastity is at this point. <laughs> Chastity is directly behind the dragon friends, <laughs> who half of which are casing Usador while he talks into um, his hand in the manner of a madman. <laughs> So, Chastity, you're uh, right Chastity. behind. You could tap Chastity, Usador tell me on the on the. You want to tell me? I shall not let these fools find out. She's not. She's not going to even answer in his mind. She's just going to say out loud. She's like got her hands on her hips and she's just surveying everybody. And she's like, "What's this bunch of bunch of bloody burks you've brought with you?" <laughs> oh, Chastity, you're here. Wonderful. <laughs> here, now I shall shut off my mind. Give me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> 
And if you could keep it shut off for a bit, you know, stop rattling that bone box of yours, that'd be marvellous. <laughs> Hello, it's Chastity. It's best for everyone. Uh, well, we're the, we're the Gribbets Detective Agency, um, mm-hmm. so thank you very much for your help so far, and uh, we'll take it from here. Give us the box. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking for a box of rocks at the docks. Is it in your socks? <laughs> Are you wearing socks? I can see that you're Just not. Just as he sort of looks down at these, like, really high-heeled, polished boots that she's got on, and she's like, I ain't got no socks on, Cutter. Oh, sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> How sweaty are your feet right now? That's a bit rude, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just interested in your comfort, though, you know. Um, You've just met this person, Fraser. How sweaty are your feet? My feet, they're, they're, okay, they're drenched. Okay, everybody, shoes off, foot sweat check. <laughs> uh, okay, everybody. okay, I pour my oh, sweat yes, into a small check. cup. <laughs> <laughs> everybody starts taking their shoes off. Um, oh, and while you are all taking your shoes off, um, <laughs> Chastity, you have a moment to report in on your night's surveil. Okay. Um... Uzzy, you don't mind if I call you Uzzy, do you, mate? Oh, no, we're like I mates love that now, name. Aren't we? Yeah, Uzzy, oh, yes. Uzzy, right, right. So I was watching, as you told me, right? Mm-hmm. And nothing big's happened, you know, people milling about on that thing over there, that boat or whatever you calls it. <laughs> we don't get them where I'm from, so I'm taking your word on what that's called, all right? Oh, the cruiser, um, Canos, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, that, that thing, whatever it is. So, that like, last horse. night, um, some adventurers went near it. <gasps> and while they was talking to some guards, there was, like, this thing flying over. And there was lots of fire. And, like, I don't like fire, you know. Don't hurt me as much as others. It's all right. But, like, it went over. And it was, like, peak. In the middle of anti-peak. It was quite confusing. And then, so I followed it, and there was, like, this um, dark elf going in the shadows. And then, he, like, he gave me the laugh, so I don't know what happened. And then when I come back, your finger disappeared. Boat, oh. boat, cruiser, canos, I gone. couldn't follow any of yeah, that. Now, of course, Chastity is from Sigil, which means that Chastity is speaking in the lingos and languages of a distant plane. So a lot of this language is probably as unfamiliar to you as a boat is to Chastity. And that's just something that um, in this interplanar crew that Usador has assembled, you're all going to have to deal with. Hmm. Mm. And what joke did this dark elf say to make you laugh? We'd sure oh, no, like no, to hear it. He didn't rattle his bone box like that, love. It was like giving the laugh is like he just went. Oh, and this bone box, that's the box we're looking for? <laughs> no, you bone Let me write this down. <laughs> giving the laugh. He has, he has absconded. He has run away. And now we must track him down. Uh, oh, so right. we not have found some canny bloods or something, as he, instead of these burks who don't know what the chant is. I feel like you Thank keep you. Thank us, you so much. You <laughs> feel, you, I feel like you keep calling us birds. <laughs> what, uh, what is that? Oh, I love You're birds. a burk. You're a burk. You're not, a cut, you're not even a cutter. You're a burk. Chastity, I'm sorry. I couldn't find any cutters, so I had to settle for these burks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So Chastity is right. The, the ship, the, cane, the cruiser Kanos, has disappeared from the harbor. It's absconded from its moorings. And in fact, as Chastity is explaining this to you, uh, she's pulling ropes from the mooring planks of the uh, docks. And you can see them trailing listlessly in the water. They've been cut with a sharp knife. The ship was still tied to the moors when it was very hurriedly um, disembarked from Deepwater Harbor. And so, it is now missing. And presumably with Usador's box still on it. So wow. we need to track a boat. That's Just to be clear, has it sailed away or did it blink out of existence? Yeah, Dave, can I check the, uh, the ropes to see what, how they were cut? Uh, you can make an investigation check, but you could ask that question to Chastity. Yeah. Oh. Chastity was watching. Yeah, Chastity, did the boat sail off or did it like magically flap into the air and fly into another dimension? What, where did oh, it go? Oh, no, it weren't no spell jammer. Right. Good. So in which direction did it go? It sort of like went on the water <laughs> off into like the smog. So of the, of the two directions it, it could have gone, sailing into the city or across the <laughs> harbour, it kind of went across the harbour. Oh, oh interesting. interesting. Okay. Um, I shall send you all to look across the harbour. I shall go look in the city. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Usador storms off down the boardwalk. Uh, which, so we're going to split the party for a second. Uh, and you wanted to make an investigation on the ropes. I'm investigating the ropes. DC 13. Uh, my investigation is, oh, seven. I get a seven, a big, big old seven. Okay, so you look at the mooring ropes that lash the ship to the side of the dock and they have all of the mariner's knots are still tied the gangplank is actually which was was chained is sort of just gently um and it's sort of smashed where it's hit the the pier and it's smashed it's no it's sort of gently listing in the water Uh and the all the ropes have been cut no one's even attempted to cut the knots so from your investigation you surmise that this is a standard efficient sort of seaworthy disembarkment standard um we know Waterdeep pretty well, right? Yeah, so you up- do, because you're a resident. Of course I do. So I, of course, would know if there is a, um, like another sort of... If this is the docks around the other side of the harbour, are there alternate docks or piers or little caverns or secret... Like Aside from the naval docks and the sea ward, uh, this is the main mercantile dock at Deepwater Harbour. It's watched over um, by the harbour master's office and it controls all incoming and outgoing merchant vessels and all long-term... Um, mooring, such as the Kanos was um, currently undergoing. So should undergoing. we go and ask the harbour master, maybe for the ship's record, because if the ship was leaving, maybe they said where they were going. Yeah, you would you would know yep. where the harbour master was. Sure. All right, let's go to the harbour master. So while you guys walk uh, off to the harbour master, before, before they walk off, uh, Usador walks about ten steps away, looks left, looks right, doesn't see a boat, turns around and walks ten steps back and rejoins the party. <laughs> <laughs> Usador, what did you see? I did not see a boat in the city. Good to check. Mm-hmm. All right. Shall we all go see the harbour master then? Yeah. Great. All right. Sounds so good. You make your way to the harbour master of Waterdeep is a man called Captain Brianhold, and he works out of a small open air office um, with basically two of the walls are sort of missing. It's like a shanty lean-to with an immaculate desk, um, a couple of executive toys, and a huge leather ledger where he marks all the comings and goings of ships. And he looks out of his mind. Um, ooh, <laughs> executive toys? Don't touch any of those. Oh, really? And uh, Frizo uh, grabs one of those balls and goes... You know the Newton's cradle? Joke's on you, that's what it's meant to do. It's just fun, though. I punch it. It falls into the water. 
I'm Hello. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, around behind the harbor master and give him a relaxing but also intimidating massage. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do I do I know Reinhold? Um, Brian Holt, no, you, oh, you, you know him. Brian Holt? Brian Holt. You know, Brian. only know him by his reputation. Okay. He's been the harbour master for several years now. Uh, Captain Brian Holt. Yes, how can I help you? Uh, um, we are inquiring about a ship. Oh, left... you've come to the right place then. That's a little, that's a little harbour master joke. Is it? <laughs> Explain the joke. Well, um, <laughs> Explain thine joke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, well, uh, it, uh, it shipwrights. Uh, so you've come to the right place. Oh! oh. <laughs> that is clever. Very good. funny. Well, it's, it's do you good. do improv? It's good to have a yes and! And I take a lava lamp and I throw it into the water <laughs> while making eye contact with him. Can I... Uh, the, what, was your, what was your original question? Where, Where looking... did you hide the canos? Canos. Where did you hide it? Canos? canos? The canos. I'm sorry, I mispronounced that. Oh, I'm glad somebody came about that ship because uh, I thought, would have thought the city guard would have been here hours ago. Nobody's inquired about it at all. It slipped away in the it's night. It's our ship. Yes. We... we own the ship and we have a right to know. Well, I'll just check my ledger and he just goes through his, <laughs> he goes through his big book and he's like, uh, that ship is actually registered to... Um, actually, th- th- this is interesting. It's, uh, it's, re- it's registered to a... Um, a half elf called um, Janiri Punk. <laughs> what? what? What was that, Dave? Janiri Punk. What? Just go with it. Okay. I'm, it's very early. Um, and that was he was a um, he was a merchant um, trader who's been dead for several years. This is obviously a pseudonym. And I <laughs> jokes on you, for I am Janiri Punk, says Frizo. Uh, okay, so um, what we're going to need to do is go through some paperwork here. Ask me something only he would know. <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, okay, how much overdue is your mooring fee? Oh. Uh, and are you going to settle that now? Probably zero? Uh, unfortunately not. Unfortunately, I have it here at 150 gold pieces. 150 gold pieces. Use it all to the magic bag of money. Here, take four. 49,998 <laughs> coins. Oh, thank you very much. 49,000 gold pieces uh, to Brinehold, who lost some executive toys but is suddenly having a much better day mm-hmm. and he, is inclined to help you. He whacks it in a safe behind him. Yep. Um, does the safe up. Which is bolted to the ground. <laughs> oh, I stubbed my toe. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Uh, to retrieve uh, your ship... Yes. And he know he knows he knows. Um, uh, uh, all I can tell you is that it was last seen heading Harbourwood after uh, slipping its moorings uh, last night. You are going to have to be more specific than Harbourwood. Otherwise, we'll murder you where you stand. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I just I feel like we've been we've been dancing around this. It's the elephant in the room. Everyone knows we're here to kill you. So you better tell us, or we'll do it. What? Wait, what? Yep. What is this? An intimidation check? Uh. Well, what's it? What, what's easier to intimidate or just to? If we kill him, we can't really interrogate him, can we? I'm Hing, are you asking him. what's easier to ask somebody <laughs> that you've just paid forty nine thousand gold pieces to do you a small favor that is broadly in line with their job, <laughs> <laughs> or threatening to murder them? Uh, look, I'm very erratic. Um, Brian Hold, mm-hmm. please take a seat in this chair. Did you bring the chair from the office? He's already sitting down. (laughs) Oh, hey Dave, can I do a massage check? 
Yeah, do a performance yeah, how, check. Okay. How deep tissue are you going? Oh, yeah, 14. And I imagine that's dex. 16, it's a very good massage. Okay. So he's, he's very he's, relaxed. He's now, he's relaxed, he's calm. But can you, can you touch him, uh, like a pressure point on his neck or something, just to really let him know who's boss? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to... Stop making everything an intimidation <laughs> check. <laughs> um, Look, all I can tell you, uh, people, is that uh, it slipped its moorings. I saw it go into the middle of the harbour. I had to turn around to do... Um, uh, 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 to, to do a wee, if you must know, I had to go do a wee. We're all human. Everybody wees. Not all of us. I'm not human. Hardly any. I ain't human. Yeah, very <laughs> few of us are human. you start calling me human, you dirty bird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bird. I am a wizard born of birds and mud and fire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I misspoke. Let me, let me start again. I feel like I've got off to the wrong. Let's just start from... Firstly, this. thank you again for all that money. <laughs> yeah. Secondly... Everybody wees, regardless of, 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 of who, what, what, yes? To help with the intimidation, I would like to cast Prestidigitation and make a series of sparks appear out of my hands. Great, so yeah. while maintaining very strong eye contact, Usador pulls out a hand and just sparks begin to orbit <laughs> inside his palm. Mm-hmm. Okay, look. And Frieza, this looks like very powerful magic. Ooh. <laughs> I turned around, and then when I turned back... Uh, to look um, uh, t- toward the Canos, it was no longer there. And he, as he does this, he walks you over because his, his office is quite nearby and uh, he just points out towards the harbour and you can see the natural um, deep water harbour of Waterdeep perennially shrouded in mist. So it's, it, he would have lost sight of the ship very, very quickly. Isn't as- it true, though, that the Waterdeep government places trackers on all ships, though? Oh, uh, that is incorrect. You sure? Yes. Brian Stone, you're going to have to give us a ship. You have lost our ship belonging to my colleague, Janiri Punk, and you shall have to give us a ship. Uh, well, with the amount of money you've given me, uh, I can probably... Yes, you can have my personal skiff. Skiff? No, rowboat. Did you mean skip? No, no skiff is the most. Skip is the worst. You fucking try and... All right, all right. <laughs> skiff. But give, also, he... did... um. Didn't uh, did Chastity mention something about seeing a dark elf? Yes. Yes. Have you seen a dark elf, Judge Reinhold? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, in my day to day, I see I see a lot of dark elves. I see a lot of uh, you know light elves as well. Uh, there's been rumours actually that the drow, the dark elves, have been in present in the. Um, Doc, some of you have heard, in fact, that the Sea Maidens Fair, which is a travelling circus that is travelling through this area, um, is connected to the Dark Elves in some way. So these, these are persistent rumours. The Drow are, of course, kind of hated. I don't like to sort of suggest that there is a race that is unpopular um, in the city, but the Drow famously sort of don't get along. They what don't play the nicely. Drow? The what Dark Elves. elves. Uh, they, can't, they also can't walk out in daylight. In d and just going to interrupt at this point and go, what's a skiff? <laughs> it's a sort of boat. I, uh, as a, as harbour master, I, I know a lot about boats. She doesn't know what. Do, a boat do you have is. a follow up question, Chastity? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's sort of. Oh yes, that's right. You're, you're not from around here. Uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a movable island, <laughs> a very small movable island that rocks. Chastity, the float island is the fl- <laughs> the floaty tree the floaty trees I told you about. Oh right, thanks, Izzy. 
<laughs> yeah, it's about a, it's about an eight-person floaty tree. <laughs> what, what are your favourite types of boat? Oh, don't make me... And he goes on misty-eyed. <laughs> oh, well, uh, look, as a man who likes boats as well, how do you feel about a trireme? Oh, my gosh, trireme for this guy ream. You know what I mean? <laughs> I say that. It's a bit of a joke there for you, too. What was that joke? Uh, look, we don't really have time to get the ins and outs. Do you want the skiff or not? Yeah. Yes. Explain your joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, it really just comes down so to the fact... Just as he's just sort of like next to him nodding. It <laughs> <laughs> sort of comes down to the fact that try rhymes with guy. Look, it's not in my tight five. <laughs> do you I, have any... When I, go down, when I go down to the chuckling I do clan, have a question. I do have a question. What is a boat? I mean, really, what is it when you think about it? Uh... You, say, you just said it was a floaty tree. Yes, but what does it mean in the greater scheme of life? Are you asking... I mean, like... Is anything that I floats know, on water a boat? I don't really know what trees are, really. I mean, I guess they're a bit like razor vines. Are you asking for the Wittgensteinian ideal of what a boat is? I think so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, me and the uh, Nautical Philosophy Club meet every Wednesday and we would love to have you there. If I sat on you and then jumped into the water, would you be a boat? No, that would be a person you sat on in the water. A boat, I think, has to be something that isn't living, except for a ghost ship, which is probably alive. Mm. No, it's a, a ghost ship, if anything, would be dead. It would no, be a no, ghost. but it's like Do you undead. have a ghost ship? No, we don't have a we don't have a ghost wow. ship. Oh, that'd be fun. Usador pulls out a parchment covered with uh, bird shit and uh, <laughs> writes down "Nautical Philosophy Club Wednesdays." <laughs> go <laughs> exclamation point. And, and as Usador does this, um, the Habermaster pulls a old um, sort of wax cloth top off a remarkably shitty for 49,000 gold coins looking little rowboat uh, with six seats on it that is sitting on the dry dock of the harbour um, but a sturdy kick, it's on log mover so a sturdy kick will see it into the water. What's the old girl's name? Uh, what her name is is Marjorie Plemington. <laughs> you called your boat Marjorie Plemington. Marjorie Plemington. Now is that is that a, is that a significant that is person in your full, life? That is the boat's full name. Marjorie Plemington. Perhaps, is that a reference to someone in your life, or is that just? You? Yes, it is a reference to my boat <laughs> called Marjorie Plemington. And with that, he gives Marjorie a swift kick, and the boat go, f- falls into the water. All right, can, can fellowship. Let us all get aboard Marjorie Plemington <laughs> and find adventure and excitement in the water. <laughs> are you going to be okay, um, Chastity? Like, are you a bit scared? Do you want? Um, you, do you want me to hold you or anything? Uh, I'm all right, thanks. Um, just you why, just never been on the water it, before. What? Why? Why has it got a name? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Why does anything have a name? <laughs> Again, this is all discussed on Wednesday. <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> um, okay, so and then Baston writes it down yeah. in his diary. <laughs> Go. <laughs> okay, bobbing up and down in the kind of tarry 
uh, polluted waters of Deepwater Harbour, uh, it strikes you not for the first time that with this vast harbour in front of you, you, you still don't necessarily... Is the Water Deep Harbour called Deepwater? Yes. That's great. Yeah. Sorry. Just, that's, I just, that just it all came together brain. for you. It's really? so good. Yeah. Great stuff, D&D. Great stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so bobbing up now, you're, you're not quite sure which way to go because there is, that there is no trail to follow as yet. But Harbourwood, what does that mean? We're really genius adventurers, aren't we? <laughs> like we just row out into the harbour. <laughs> No supplies. No. Oh, yes. I, I am definitely standing up in this boat. Yep. Okay. You're oh, standing. Well, me too. I'm not sitting down if no one else is sitting down. <laughs> okay, everybody. Right, so, what do we know about the boat? Where right, I'm we're, rowing. What do we know about the boat that we're chasing? Kainos. It's a cruiser. Kainos. It's a cruiser. Which means it, it's got sails, I guess? It was a double-masted cruiser, yes, right. the Kainos. Well, Usador and Chastity. Which also means it could travel quite fast. And how, how long ago did it leave the dock? Like... Uh, according to Chastity, it last night. So how many hours is that? Six. Six oh. hours. So Question. Oh, sorry, you go. Oh, no, I was I was going to suggest we I fly up into the air to get a great vantage point to see if I can see it anywhere. So Canonically, can you fly at the moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. No, okay. Freezer has the fly yep. spell. So maybe right. I'll take Chastity if Chastity would like to come. I'll carry Chastity up into the air and we'll have a scout around to see if we can see the boat. Well, you're going to have to ask Chastity. Yeah. Chastity, thoughts? Want to come for a fly? It's like... Um, uh, I know what flying is, okay. Bert. Sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry, madam. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Bloody hell, Uzi, you picked some proper balmy Burks here. I think that's a I'm compliment. I'm sorry about these Burks. She's so nice. Isn't she? <laughs> she won't stop saying nice things. All right. <laughs> the two of you fly up into the air, you casting the flight spell, while the rest of you try to keep your balance standing proudly on a boat. Um, in fact, all of you who's, who are on the boat who aren't flying, make for me a dexterity check. Okay. Um, I'll say DC 14. 18. Uh, 15. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. 17. Uh, what did Sorry. you get, Matt? Uh, that would be... Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's okay. Too many pieces of paper. And your dexterity is 10, so just whatever you roll out of 20-sided dice. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a 16. Okay, so you all managed to stay upright for now. Congratulations. Pretty boss. By the way, I imagine this tableau looks like that crossing the Potomac. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> painting, if you want to have that in mind. That's, yeah. But, but a, lot, a lot less... Um, Inspiring. Instead of washing <laughs> yeah. into the lantern, it's just you, Usador, with a fistful of sparks. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty good. Flying up high, um, Frizo, um, can for you and for Chastity, do you both want to make for me quickly perception checks? Yes. And we'll call these do. DC 12. Uh, Chastity is also going to cast the invisibility on herself because uh, if she's looking for something, oh, very good. she's going to use whatever she has at her um, disposals. Cool. Also, she doesn't want to be seen with Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> She's not yeah. invisible. She can see invisible. <laughs> oh, so she can see it, if anybody it. else is travelling with Frieza who doesn't want to be seen with Frieza. Um, also wise. Unfortunately, she only got a seven in perception. Seven? What did you get? I got an, an 18 plus three is 21. All right, Frieza, while you're up there, you suddenly see glinting silver. Um, uh, not that far, actually. Only about... I would say 50 yards out from the boat, there is something reflective and the uh, sun, the sort of Waterdavian sun, glints off it in the water. So uh, we should have really taken some rope to, um, so we could like 
direct the boat. But I look down and I, I kind of see, are people in the boat looking at me? Do they they look so see? small and powerless. <laughs> <laughs> no, can they, can they see us though? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I think we're going to fly to, I think Chastity, we should go to the boat and then they can kind of track us because they can see where we're going. So we'll fly what? ahead and go to the boat, Chastity. How Thoughts? can we see you? Because you, you, you can see us in the air. Yeah, I probably should have communicated this before you flew we, away. I, look, I know we should. Chastity. That's definitely 2020. <laughs> Chastity? Chastity's um, going to go, well, I got me on. Oh, Chastity. You want me to toot that? Chastity has a horn. That's right. But also oh. you can speak to um, Usador with your brain. Yes. Okay. So let's go. Let's go to the boat, and we'll horn them from the boat. What boat are you talking about? There's two boats in there. And we're going you... to the. We're going to the boat. We're chasing. We're going to the second. Marjorie You've Huntington. only seen a glint of silver. We're going to go towards the glint. We presumably the glint is the boat. Okay. So and you... Chastity's going to blow a horn. Yeah. Yeah. From the. From there. Okay. So you swoop down, Chastity and Frizo, and you soon see that what is actually is causing the glint is bobbing up and down like flotsam and jetsam, a giant embroidered uh, piece leather uh, breastplate and a giant greatsword in a scabbard that is just floating in the water. And now, I'm no scientist, but um, that seems improbable. <laughs> well, it's, it's a big um, sort of moulded breastplate that's oh, there's created a pocket of air, pocket of air okay, right. and the leather, and this, the scabbard is actually attached to it. Mm. All right, um, oh, chastity. Like diving bell and the butterfly situation. Chastity, uh, into your horn, because we're going to just hover above the, the, the breastplate right now. Into your horn, can you ask the dragon friends <laughs> if, um, if, uh, if a breastplate floating in water counts as a boat? Sexamophone. <laughs> so Chastity's going to just yell into her horn, um... Is armor a Marjorie Plemington? But it comes <laughs> out. Like, <laughs> 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 okay, so back, on the, back on the boat, you guys suddenly hear. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly that. Is armor a Marjorie Plemington? No, you just hear. We heard the <laughs> <horn>. <laughs> Can I roll to under, for a perception? Yeah. Yeah. So the horn is a horn, right? The horn's like a trumpet, I yeah. take it, not a, a kazoo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's only a 14. Okay, you hear it in. Impossible to understand tooting happening about 50 yards ahead of you in one direction. It um, sounds like a distress Well, let's sound, head in that direction. Yeah. Our, it sounds like a distress signal. Do we, can, we see, can we see where we are in relationship to the, the people flying? No, no, they've disappeared very quickly in the mist, but you can hear the horn okay. and you are still bobbing up and down just like within touching distance of the pier. Usador, do you so speak after I hear the horn? After I hear the horn, I want to cast um, Moonbeam. Yep which is a level two ev- evocation spell for me. Great. Um, I guess I have to roll a 20 for that. Uh, I think you got a... You're not trying to damage anything. You're just trying to, like, pierce the mist, right? Yeah, so do I, I don't need to roll for that. No, then? no, no, no. So a brilliant beam of... Um, it's of mo- <laughs> brilliant beam of lunar light shines out from Usador's hand. Ooh. Bobby, you begin to turn into a werewolf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Usador, you do not so notice this as yet. Well, for the other two, a brilliant, the light through the mist, even in daylight, is enough that you can now see sort of where the, the boat is. Bobby, how are you doing? Uh, chastity. Sorry. Oh, do, I have to, do I have to roll um, anything? Or? No, no, no. You just start to turn into a All right, I'll, now. Uh, I'm just taking it into my stride. <laughs> yeah. Chastity? Uh, Chastity's going to see the light and be like, oh, because she can cast light as well. So she is going to cast light on her little horn as she's tooting it. Great. So now we have some... 
on this <laughs> We have two lights and the and the two of you start to move together while you sort of sit <laughs> feeling very, very ill um, on the back seat, presume um, ignored by the rest of the party as the boat drags out towards and soon you have rowed out to the water and you have been reunited with your friends. Mm-hmm. So are they just standing on the breastplate? They're just no, floating. Hovering above it. Hovering above it. Mm, I'll grab the breastplate. Cool. You pull out of the breastplate what looks like out of the water a breastplate fashioned for what looks like a half orc, mm. uh, like a female half orc breastplate, and a huge uh, double-handed great sword of elvish design um, mm. in a scabbard it, with a purple, brilliant purple gem in the hilt. What's it smell like? Uh, <laughs> Seawater. Funnily okay. enough. Mm. Do we? No, we don't recognise this breastplate. No, you've never seen it before. Can I have that? Look okay. real nice on Filch. Yep. Yeah, yeah, good. Give me. Great, Filch, you, you get the breastplate. You can put it on if you I want. Put it on? Yep. I, I'm going to press that gem. You're going to get the cool uh, that's sword. plus two armor class for that. You press the gem, nothing happens. Ooh. What's the? I take the sword out of the scabbard. Uh, yeah, okay. I, 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 there are elvish characters written down the blade. Anybody read elvish? Ooh, probably. Yeah, you do? Yeah. You can read the name Voidguard is written. Voidguard, don't need to roll. Voidguard. Mm. And again, it's, it's, it's huge. It's probably too big for anyone except Filch to, we- to wield. Cool. What do we, do we or maybe Usador. I reckon Usador could have a crack. <laughs> Is Usador here? I already have my staff of power. I'm all right. All right. Chill. Uh, so the water, so it's, it. it's bobbing in the water, and now that you're here, you can also see that there is other bits of detritus floating in the water here. Ooh, detritus. <laughs> um, is the, would, it, would you say it's flotsam or jetsam? Well, that's a great question. So you see, the difference between flotsam and jetsam is flotsam is what you throw off the boat, whereas jetsam is what follows... But uh, that we don't need this now. We, this will be discussed on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this means there's been some sort of accident. Ooh. Perhaps, perhaps the... Perhaps, I mean, if, if things are floating around here, um, perhaps uh, the boat has met its untimely demise. This could be from any boat. <laughs> we should grab the stuff, though. Seriously. What else is there? Well, it's just down. Like, most of the stuff looks to be below, d- down below on the ocean floor, which is quite, quite deep down. I put my head under the water. What can I see? Can I see anything? Uh, there's just, yeah, there's lots I, of crap. I, I want to remind everyone that Moonbeam is a five-foot radius and a 40-foot high cylinder. <laughs> so I assume nice. that's lighting up the water pretty clearly down below. Oh. Oh. And, it's, and it's continuing. It's continuing. And as long as it continues, you're a werewolf. Now, actually, okay. because you've been traveling for a while, I want you to quickly make this. a willpower saving throw for me. That's a 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus your willpower. Uh, I don't even know if I have any saving. willpower. Wisdom or intelligence? Wis- yeah, which one is it? Wisdom. Uh, zero. <laughs> okay, ten. Um, Bobby, you're going to have to attack someone. So you're sitting at the back. Who's sitting at the back of the boat? Oh. Well, I would say that I, I mean, that to some degree, like I know the dragon friends in my werewolf form. So yes. I probably go for the, the stranger amongst us. Okay, so you, so you well, you start feeling an unerring compulsion to bite Usador, who is now pointing the moonbeam down in the water, trying to see what there is, and you start to sneak up on him. Uh, yeah, I'm just, like, sniffing about his robes and, like, getting real close. Okay, you still make a perception check for me. In fact, that everybody make a perception check for a me. Nine plus... Two, 11. Usador right. is blithely unaware. Filge is unaware. Uh, 16. 16. Alfrizo, you notice that Bobby has turned into a werewolf and is about to bite Usador. You are the only person with this information in the party. Now, I think Frizo 
Part of me thinks, like, my initial thought is Frizo would let the bite happen because he wants to see the chaos. But I think also because he recognizes how powerful Usador is as a wizard, he probably wants to suck up to him because he's a real coward. So he'll say, he'll, like, real, he'll just snitch on Bobby straight up. Go he'll for be it. Like, <laughs> Usador, Usador, Usador. Bobby's trying to bite you because he's a bad werewolf. Kill him, kill him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hello, Frizo. Not changed much since the last time I've seen you. Oh, it's cool jazz, Bobby. Yeah. Rubber <laughs> it's rubber pancakes. So, Yusudo, you spin around, and there is now a little halfling werewolf in the boat who is, like, rearing back to bite you. Isn't he quite big ah. as a werewolf? Yeah, he's quite big. He's lanky, actually. Yeah. Ah. I use my uh, staff of power. I use one charge to cast Ray of Enfeeblement. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, Does he become a little werepuppy? Uh, the Ray of Enfeeblement, I think that's a, um, little, another little saving throw, isn't it? It's a scrappy-do. Yeah. Um, I think you need to make... make. A, do you have it there? <laughs> I, make, I make a ranged spell attack against the target. Um, it's an, uh, that's an 18. Yeah, I, 18. Rolled, I rolled a 3. 18 so. hits, so you're at half strength, so you just sort of gum him a little bit on the arm. <laughs> but, oh, good doggy. Uh, but the, that also breaks the concentration casting the new spell, so your, your uh, moonbeam pulse ends... And Bobby slowly <laughs> turns back into a halfling, still gumming at hey. your wrist. <laughs> I am perfect. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's I all right. A... Chastity? Sorry, I do have a question. Um, would Chastity recognize if she'd seen any half orcs uh, on the boat when mm. she was doing her. Um, that's a great. Like, sort of watching it and scouting. It was dark, so you couldn't see what they were wearing, but the shape of this giant elven greatsword is unmistakable. And you definitely saw the figures that embarked on the, the Kanos moments before it disappeared. One of them was wearing on their back this huge greatsword. So, Chastity, um, seeing that, she'll be like, Oi, that, that sword, some basher had that when they was getting on the boat. Remember I said there was like some bashers getting on the, on the Marjorie? Like, yeah, one of them bashers had that sword. Oh, on the Canos. Can- yeah, the Marjorie, that's what I said. On the Marjorie. <laughs> the Dave, Marjorie Plimmington. Dave, does it look like the, the breastplate, like, like it was cut off or it was taken off? No, it actually, this is quite bizarre. Normally when you'd find a breastplate, oh, the buckles would be undone. Mm. It's still affixed. It's almost as if the person inside the breastplate disappeared. All the clasps <laughs> are still closed on the breastplate. Mm. Or they shrunk. See if there's... Look to see if there's a miniature apartment inside of that breastplate. <laughs> I stick my head inside. I stick my head inside the breastplate. It's like a turtle? You look like a turtle Yeah, now? like a turtle. Yeah, your nose gets bitten by a crab. Meow! <laughs> Everyone, this is Krabby. <laughs> he lives on the end of my nose. <laughs> Dave, did I see anything under the water while it was illuminated by a moonbeam? It looked like uh, yards down below on the ocean bed, uh, you could see what looked like a wreck. Mm. <gasps> so the deep water's not that So we're deep? still in the harbour. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like it didn't get very far. Uh, okay. or, or this might be just a coincidence and this is another wreck. But it looks like there is something on the floor of the water. But, <laughs> but you can only... What? The floor of the water. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but you could only see this because of this moonbeam spell. It is still yards, yards, yards down. Far too... Um, it's a fathom down? A f- it's too deep for any of you. How many you. scores? How many leagues? Oh, my God. <laughs> too, it's, the point is it's too deep for any of you without diving equipment to get down there. Because um, you wouldn't be able to breathe. What mm. 
That's if... true of shallow water too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I could get something in the bottom of a bath and I can't breathe in water. Oh, outrageous boasting much. Wow, <laughs> a brag. Look at me, I can hold my breath under a bath. What do you drop in your bath? Also, what a fancy bath boy. <laughs> I'm a shower mate. Hmm... <laughs> Do you have anyone have any um, diving abilities? I think Frizo can breathe underwater, can't he? What? <laughs> Do you? Do you think that? <laughs> what makes you think that? Am I a fish? Uh, wizard? We could all cast. We could all cast fireballs until the entire harbor is evaporated. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Um, you all know fireballs, right? Yeah, fireballs are easy. <laughs> and and, and you or just like fires three fireballs up in the air and then just sort of starts juggling them with one hand. Ooh, so fancy. He's cool. Mm. Why can't you do that, Freezer? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think I think Freezer oh, can breathe underwater. Oh. I have a better idea. <laughs> and he, I have a spell. by putting his finger up to say, "Oh wait," he forgets about the fireballs and they all just sort of <laughs> splash in the water. Hmm. I have a spell that will allow us to breathe underwater for 24 hours. Oh, oh. oh. that seems very <laughs> right. useful. What? What, what spell no, is that? I forget what it's called. I forget what it's called, but I know how to cast it. <laughs> uh, and Trust you, your gut. Usador takes a, a small piece of sort of seaweed out of a little belt pouch and then rubs it um, uncomfortably <laughs> against your cheeks and uh, foreheads one by one, each of you. Does that have anything to do with anything? Usador, <laughs> <laughs> is this part of the spell? And no, now I shall cast the spell. <laughs> it's an Are you casting it on everybody? Uh, uh, does everyone want to go down and look at the wreck under the water? Yes, please. Yes. yes. Yeah, I think we all want to go. Uh, Chastity, do you want to come? Chastity? Is Gribbets with us? No, yeah, uh, and Chastity's got an idea when she gets down there as well. <laughs> Great. So you all make I your, don't. you all um, suddenly nothing changes, but you, there's a shift in your bodies, and you suddenly the water doesn't look as intimidating, but you can still breathe up here. How? Uh, what? Uh, what are we going to do with Marjorie Flemington while we're swimming? Can we uh, throw anchor. Oh, is there an anchor? No, Marjorie Fleming doesn't doesn't have an anchor. You didn't you didn't negotiate an anchor with? with oh, what a oh. dick! Fuck that guy. Um, um, could should I use the sword as an anchor? Yeah, let's tie Do the we have sword. A rope? Tie the sword. Tie a rope to the sword, and then we can yeah we can use. Oh the no, sword but the sword like the sword only floated because it's on the breastplate, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you take if you if you now that you've untangled it, it's just a heavy great yep. sword. I'll also, if you tie the boat to something that floats in the water. Both will float away. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're gonna. Can I can I tie myself to the, the boat? Yeah, uh, yeah. So so Baston starts to tie his oh, better idea. rope okay. to himself and himself to the boat. Yeah. Okay. I am man anchor, <laughs> anchor man. <laughs> <laughs> and you're all diving. Let's yes. do it. Yes. All right, you make your way down Splish. down into the water. Um, who Whee! here can swim? Canonically, <laughs> canonically Frizo cannot swim. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm wearing I, a very heavy breastplate. Frizo can't swim, but also, uh, once we get down to the bottom of the ocean, uh, I don't know what you all have done, but Frizo has left his clothes back in the boat because he's going swimming. So he took off all his clothes. So Frizo's naked? But, oh, no, probably wearing some sort of um, undergarment. But like like an underpant. That okay. Longest chungus. Very nice. Frieza's wearing it. Well, did, did everyone else? Yeah, I'll strip down. I'm not, I already I'm not, took my shoes off. I took my boots off. Yeah. yeah. I'm not one to be left. You didn't put your shoes back on when you checked your sweaty feet. <laughs> no. Nope. No, we're going on oh. a boat. Come on. Uh, okay. So um, you're all ma- you all make your way down. Can you can can you Sador, swim? I assume Chastity can't swim. Oh no, and she's still fully clothed as well because she doesn't understand swimming. Yep. Um, so she doesn't even know what the spell does. Like, presumably everyone can breathe underwater. Off we go. Can't, if you can, 
I have a qu- philosophical question. Oh, save it for Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, what is it? If you can breathe, un- if you can breathe underwater, then you can swim, right? Because no. there's suddenly no such thing as drowning. Because you can't propel yourself. Yeah, you can, you can, you can, you can flail sink. without dying. You can or I can sink and sink I can and flail. That's basically. And so heavy. everybody sinks like a stone to the to the ocean floor, and on the floor, listing to its side is a recent wreck, not yet reclaimed by the barnacles and seaweed of the harbour in the slurry of the water with an anchor that it has dragged out here, a deep gash in the slurry floor leading back to the harbour. You can see a double-masted boat, the nameplate on the side of the ship, proudly proclaiming Kanos. To... To back up for one second, Usadorus definitely did not take off any clothes. Uh, somehow his hat is staying on underwater, and uh, he's got uh, about 300,000 gold pieces weighing him down. Usador <laughs> <laughs> plummets down before you, and by the time you guys make your way down into the water, Usador is just standing there inquisitively looking at the boat. Can I suggest that he uses his beard to tie his hat to the top of his head? <laughs> Excellent suggestion. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So you, you, you all arrive down to the water. And mm, for the first time, spooky. some of you realize that you have no real means to get up. Baston, you don't make it all the way down. And after about 50, <laughs> 50 feet, you're just sort of hanging from the <laughs> boat um, above the boat. Can I kind of propel myself, though? Can I swim a bit? Yeah, Baston. Yeah. Can, but how long's the rope? Baston learned to swim in the, in the river Yiblis. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm kind of, I guess I'm just floating above the wreck, kind of looking down on it. Yep. Okay, that's what I'll do. Okay. So, so is the rope taut now? Yes. Yeah. So you're sort of like Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible 1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and from your vantage point, you can see uh, that the decks seem empty. And um, aside from a few barrels that were lashed down, it looks like a lot of what was on the deck itself floated away. And there are, are ramps and stairs and gang, gang holds leading under deck into the body of the ship. Now, is there a big, um, uh, any, any indication as to why it sunk? Is Along big... the side of it, there is a dark charcoal black gash and actually make for me Usador and Frizo both make for me arcana checks. Uh, 12 plus five is 17. That's a 14 for me. All right, um, both of you, actually no, not both of you, sorry, only Frieza recognises that that is a spell that has been cast by a powerful warlock. It is an Eldritch Blast has cracked the side sorry. of the boat. I was wrong, that's a 16. So no, I Usador know. knows it too. Okay, so we, we both noticed that there's an Eldritch Blast on the thing uh, that's caused a gash inside of the boat. So Frieza's going to explain to everyone what he's seen, mm-hmm. and then very... Uh, can we communicate underwater? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Bubbles. How are you going to do that? It's like smoke signals, but with bubbles. Oh, uh, okay. Freezer's going to quickly uh, cast a cantrip version of Eldritch Blast at the side uh, of the Eldritch Blast is a cantrip. Oh, yeah. He's going to cast it at the side of the boat just to show them what it looks like. <laughs> so you're going to blast the boat Freezo more. cracks the other side of the boat. He's, he's, so he's going to wave at everyone so they see, and everyone's getting everyone's <laughs> attention. And then he's going to just go at okay, the boat. So in what, shake our heads. In, in what way is this distinguishable from Freezo being like, Hey, check this out, <laughs> and then blasting a boat. No way. No, because then he's going to show them the scar marks. Usador's also pointing. Usador's <laughs> pointing at where he'd shot it. <laughs> Usador and Frieza know what's up. And outside the ship, you realize that you have found what you came for, but inside the box still remains the Kanos. 
is a double-masted cruiser built for speed and not strength that will sail no more, for it is now on the ocean bed of Deepwater Harbour. Um, it cr cr gashed along one side by an eldritch blast from an unknown assailant and gashed along the other side by a known blast by known cretin Friso Friesofferson. Wow. The Brutal. ship lilts to the side in the slurry and anchor dragged behind it, suggesting that it left in a hurry, hurry possibly under the control of sailing amateurs. Baston, you float above it, um, mostly denuded um, yep. and tied around the waist, mm -hmm. floating from your rowboat. The rest of you are now um, standing around the boat on the ocean floor, aided by Usador's magic. Uh, so can we see which... Do we have to go inside the boat now, I guess, to find the box, or is the box... The box was meant to be on the boat, yes. Oh, so it was... So should we go investigate the boat, or can we see that the box isn't there? No, well, you, the, the, uh, not unless you can see through wood. The cracks aren't so big that you can see every also, room. Also, I should have blasted through. I cast another Eldritch Blast and blast through the side. What if... The, Just go through the you, door. You can, go, the you door can crawl the through the crack oh, you made. Okay. No, okay. no, no, Frieza, you can absolutely crawl through the crack you made. Oh, well, I'm going to go through the crack I made, and I'm going to investigate the... There's a shark. No, it's, <laughs> Dave is there a shark? Uh, there's yeah, not a, Dave is there a shark. There's not a shark, unfortunately. Shark attack. Uh, Frizo, you crawl your way through the crack, and you all watch as Frizo crawls through the crack in the side of the ship. What are the rest of you doing? Um, how well lit is it down there? It is very dark, very hard to see. Okay. At the moment. Oh, actually, how long does your light... Your horn is still um, lit with magical light, Chastity. So the... Yes, yes, that takes, that's for an hour. So okay. anyone near Chastity can see a short distance through the gloom. Okay. I'll kind of wa water walk over to Chastity and kind of go behind her and sort yep. of gesture yep. that I'm going to follow her. Um, this boy over here's got dark vision. No, dark vision is not actually working in this sort of kicked up mud. This is, this doesn't count as sort of low light. Right, then I, I press the digitation up some, some light then, a small light. Yep, yeah, you're going to cast light as well. But I'll cast it. I don't. I think I don't want to attract attention to me, so I'll cast it on the far side of the room. So it. So you cast it on the other opposite wall of the yeah, room you go yeah. into. Excellent. And what about the rest of you? Um, I'll I'll go with a party with chastity. Yep. So so there's the party, and then there's Frizo, and then there's Baston. Is that correct? Yep. I'm just floating, probably doing some flips. Yep. We're slowly <laughs> tangling <laughs> yourself <laughs> in the rope. Yo -yo. <laughs> yo -yo. Are you holding the sword? Uh, is, that, is that the end of the anchor? Uh, no, no, I would have just tied myself to it. So I'm kind I've of got the sword. Yeah. All right. Filch has the sword. So, so, so Filch's idea of the anchor is that you went down, but you didn't tie yourself to the ship. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. And Usador? So, so we're inside the ship now. I uh, know everyone is about to enter the ship with chastity, but Frizo has already entered the ship. But what is Usador doing? Uh, I'm, I'm going to stick with the group, and I'm going to... How close am I to the ship? What can I see in my immediate because the ship is listing vicinity because the ship is listing so heavily to the side. You can all actually see from where you are the decks, and you can see a large uh, sort of porthole that leads into a stairway leading down into the lower decks. Can I can I touch the porthole from here? Uh, yeah, or yeah. Get to it? If you scramble up onto the side of the deck or in some more dignified way, get up there. Yes, you could touch it. Uh, I'm going to cast light, which is a cantrip. Yep. Uh, it gets one hour of light. I touch an object no longer than, no larger than 10 feet in any direction. Yep. 
No, no worries. So, uh, so you're illuminating yeah, so another light. spot as you go. I'm adding some illumination. So there's now, nice. now it's now enough light around the ship that everyone can sort of see. Uh, these it leads down because you're at the front, Usador, and I'm going to come back to you, Frieza. Sure. Uh, Before Chastity does anything else, because um, everyone's sort of got behind her, she feels quite conspicuous. Yep. So. Thinking of the only creature she's seen underwater, which was the crab under the breastplate. Yes. Uh, she's going to try and use disguise self to turn herself into like a giant crab. That's right. Uh, because she can only have uh, the same amount of limbs. She's just got these two big claws and then two crab legs. What a wonderful panic mechanism. Um, <laughs> right. So she thinks she's like blending in as a sea creature, but she's just like this really weird humanoid crab. But it's, like, it's, also and it's really uncanny valley, so it's actually quite distressing for everybody to see. Have I still got the crab on the end of my nose? You didn't take it off? Nope. Okay. I'm like, look, your mummy. <laughs> yeah, so Chastity turns into a walking crab abomination. And holding a horn. Holding a horn, a lit horn in one <laughs> hand. And Usador, as you step forward, you see a corridor um, leading into the gloom of the ship with three doors going off it and slumped in the corridor Already you can see at the end of the corridor a figure in a robe that is just slumped in the corridor. And otherwise there are little bits. There are actually tiny crabs floating everywhere. And also you can see a few sort of silver coins just floating, suspended in the corridor. Again, unlikely, but that's floating? They're very light and there's like eddies in water and they're just oh, sort of... they're moving around. They're suspen- it's a suspension. Mm. I just grab as many silver coins as... Uh as you walk, yeah. Yep. And so Usador, yeah, oh, you can see, like a, a as I said, you can see a figure slumped at the end of the corridor. I approach the figure and I sort of poke it with the butt end of my staff. <laughs> <laughs> the figure falls over its side and its face rolls over and you can see that it's a sea hag, but a deceased sea hag. Um, a horror, something horrific has happened to the sea hag and the back of her head has been blasted open. And she's very dead. Can you tell how recently the blast uh, occurred? <laughs> the blast had her open? Is it Frizo's blast or was it the previous well, one? <laughs> the blood, aye, aye, aye. Any blood has long washed away, but the, there's no decomposition even okay. in the water. So presumably this is quite recent. Otherwise, make for me quickly... Is anyone else entering the corridor? Well, we're all behind. Okay, but the, everybody quickly make for me another um, perception check. And Anyone tell me if they get 16. Not you, Frieza. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Too busy being a crab. I got, I got 21. <laughs> I got a 20, baby. Phil's uh, got a nat 20. Filge, you hear um, a sort of a clicking and a kind of strange whimpering noise happening out one of the doorways, the far doorway on the right, but everything else seems quiet and nobody else can really hear it in the... In a the clicking, th- like a clicking of fingers or like no, a clicking a s- of crab claws? A, a, an insecty clicking. And a whimpering noise. I head towards it and I point to everyone. Okay, Phil. And I make crab noises, like crab hands to show what I'm hearing. Filge barges forward and then pushes slowly the door open. And the the room inside is illuminated. You can see, actually, the far wall is illuminated. And it's the hold of the ship. Uh, Barrels lashed everywhere. The room is dominated by a giant chest that has been chained to the deck at the back a quite big strong um obviously fortified chest but also immediately you can see clicking around the room um using its tremor sense to identify things is a hulking giant 
crab, and the whimpering noise is coming from a high elf warlock who was walked into um, blithely into the room looking at the light and then noticed the crab is behind him and is now standing incredibly still while the crab finds its way around the room. Do I recognize the high elf warlock? It's your friend Friezo. Never Ooh. met him. <laughs> uh, do crabs have a form of crab language? Uh, I, 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 they, they click, so yeah. Can I speak to the crab? In beast speech? Yeah. Friezo would like to speak to the crab. So you're going to break? You've, you've been being silent now, but you're going to speak to it? Yeah, I'm going to speak to the crab. Yep. Uh, if, if, I'm not going to accept unionism, just so you know. Straight up. I've, you've, this, is, this has been done and dusted. <laughs> you can't unionize any more monsters in the Forgotten Realms. Okay, okay, that's fine. Uh, ben, are you going to be playing the crab? I will be playing the role of the crab. <laughs> <laughs> you have a voice? Well, crab mind. one, I would say, because at any moment, crab two could enter that's the room. That's true. Excuse uh, me, don't forget about the crab on my nose. Okay. There's a lot of crabs in this room right now, and my crab can hear whatever they're saying. That's true, because <laughs> it's beat speech, yeah. So also, you need to be playing the role of my around. nose crab as well. Nose crab, regular crab, but Maz's crab remains their crab. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but does, okay. can Maz's crab speak crab? Or how good is uh, the... No. Det- no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, crucially, the dragon friends don't realise this, so they probably assume that Maz is understanding anything that's happening. <laughs> and just to be clear, do we see um, Chastity turn into a crab so we're not just like, shit, another crab? No, you all saw it happen. Okay, great. Okay. Crab? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? What? What? Hmm? Snippy snippy. <laughs> so stupid, I hate it. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Is that... Is, now, oh, is there a voice you were expecting oh, for a crab? Can I ask, can, is there, can Friezo tell if that is the crab's natural voice or, does, or is there a chance that the crab is doing a silly voice to impress Friezo? <laughs> that is the crab's <laughs> natural voice. Uh, does that mean I've got to do And the crab voice? sounds quite agitated. Okay. Hello? No, I don't want to do it. Crab, <laughs> yes? Uh, you, you found your way into my ship? This is, this is way too complicated for it. The crab is a simple monster. It can only understand very simple things. Right. Crabby snip, crabby snip, snip. And he lunges at you. Oh, no. Get out of here, crab. <laughs> Snippy snip, snip. Uh, quickly make a dexterity. You can jump back. You don't need to go straight into combat. No, I've, I, I failed. All right. I <laughs> you, get, you get snippy snipped. Um, so I, the crab makes an attack for you, plus seven, 3d10, oofed. Oh, no. Um, seven, so it rolls 17. What's your armor class? Uh, 13. Um, okay. And it does 10, 18, 24 points of damage. It snips right at your neck and blood. Uh, there is blood in the water. Oh, that was a good snip. <laughs> <laughs> um, is my crap saying anything? <laughs> yeah, snip him. <laughs> <laughs> Which Phil just doesn't understand. Phil just standing in the door. You're all there. And I guess we now go into combat. I have initiative. I've pre-done initiative. Which means that actually, even though you're at the back, Chastity, you can go first. Oh, okay. Um... You're just hearing commotion. Chastity's like, yeah, um, Chastity's not necessarily going to, um, no, wasn't she nearer to the front? You were, but Phil, you're you're the second in the line. Phil burst through when Phil heard. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, so does she, what does she hear? Uh, you you heard a, a some clicks, some more clicks, and then you heard a huge crunch and a snap in and, the room that Phil just gone into. And uh, you would have heard like an underwater shriek. Yeah, a, like a, a, a really <laughs> cowardly shriek. Yeah, the shriek a of a coward. Yeah. 
that does not sound good. And Chastity is not one for getting involved in <laughs> fights that aren't hers. So that, you, yeah. she is actually going to cast invisibility on herself. <laughs> and that's what she does. I think that... Uh, that uh, Everyone can see what's happening though because no. the light it's all lit up. Yes, but they're in a corridor. Oh. So, I see, I see, um I see, I see, Chastity, you go invisible, you still have a move action if you want to move anywhere. Uh she I think she might sneak into the room. You yes. sneak into the room uh, and you just to scope it out. And you appraise but what's possibly going on. Sorry? Yep, and you immediately see what's going on. Yeah, and she's possibly going to sneak right out again and not <laughs> want to get involved and stay <laughs> in the back. You you are paid to be a scout. And that is it, and that is all you're going to do. Uh, she did not survive this long in Seagull by getting involved in fights that weren't hers. <laughs> Great. Well, right. Least of all with giant crabs. Bobby. Um, so I think that I'm not going to be very much using combat here. So I'm going to um, move past the crab. Presumably mm-hmm. I'm small enough to do that without him noticing, him or her. Uh, and then I'm going to use my Thebes tools to start unpicking the locks on the... Make a stealth check for me. As your friend bleeds from the neck. <laughs> <laughs> I got um, steps good. Still. You just got to beat 10. I. Is that deception? Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, it's stealth. No, stealth. It's stealth. Plus 10. You got 13. Sorry. Yes, 13. 13. All right. You make your way past the crab and you r- race towards the chest, which you can now see have three strong padlocks locking it down. But as you get there, you realize that two of them have been shattered as if with by a great force, and the other one has been blown up from the inside, and they are all. Already busted, it seems, by a rush, messy, safe-cracking job. Yeah, right. Well, I flip the lid. You flip the lid. Silver coins go everywhere, but it's just a few scratchings from the, from, the set, from the base of the chest, and it's clear that whatever else was in this chest is now gone, and we go to you, Usador. Uh, so my light, uh, my light spell doesn't, uh, I don't lose concentration. I'm going to use my staff of power. Great. i use five charges of that. Uh, which means I've used six of the 20 now. And I'm going to cast Fireball. <laughs> oh, God. In the water. <laughs> In the water, directly at the crab. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it's uh, each creature in a 20-foot radius must make a dexterity saving throw. A target Oops. takes 8d6 fire damage. We're going to call failed that failed save or half as much damage on a success. We're going to call that 4d6, 2d6 steam damage because you're underwater. Um, Frizo has to, Bobby both need to make that save. Chastity, Dexterity. you don't because you got out of the way. And can you make it for the crab? Dexterity saving yes. throw. Phil Chastity too. 17. That is a two from the crab. All right. So the crab takes 46 damage, which is 6, 10, 14, 17. And uh, you take 2d6 damage, Frizo, for dodging away. I got 16. You take 2d6 damage. For dodging I away. Got 25. Can, you, can you roll those for me, please? 2d6 damage. 4d6 2 and what did you get, Al? Me? Yeah, when you were at 2 and 8, was it? 2 and 6. 2 and 5. 2, two and 5. five. Why do you need to know what mine are? Because uh, I don't have dice. Freeze, I'll take. Okay, there is dice over here if you want it. Uh, Frieza takes seven points of damage. So is that? So I still have to roll for myself? Yes. Uh, so Usador um, ru- yeah, rushes forward, casts a huge fireball from his staff, and the room explodes in steam. Crabs and silver coins go everywhere, and the crab reels back in pain. And the next one up is Baston. Floating above the ship, you can't see or hear anything. <laughs> Do I just, is it just like... Bubbles. Just yep. Like <laughs> 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 yeah. Actually, you see, you, there's, there's a burst of light down below, mm-hmm. and then a lovely eddy of warm water <laughs> sort of wafts past 
asked you. <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> naughty, naughty. Um, can I swim? So, do I have more rope? So no, you have no more rope. All right. Well, I just. Do, uh, does it? All right. I guess I'll just hang out and uh, wait for my. But what, what's, what, you what's can Baston? abandon Marjorie. I could imagine though that if Baston's just sort of suspended in water, mm. uh, Baston might begin to like question some things or reflect on uh, Baston's life or whatnot. So what's going on in Baston's mind right now? It's like a deprivation tank. <laughs> yes, it's like one of those sensory <laughs> deprivation tank. It's like, what even are names? Why are you best on? I guess the um, I guess the the flash of light and bubbles would make me worried. So I'll untie myself and swim down to the boat. Yeah, like like a greased eel, best on dives down to the gross. Boat. <laughs> <laughs> Do to you the need to grease an eel? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, an, eel. I feel like an eel is a is one of the few pre-greased animals in nature. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to if you want to eat it whole in one go, you've got Freeze to grease. Freeze Freezer, you're up. So I feel like the fireball would have cauterized the wounds from the crab. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's you're, uh, see, you're in pain. But you're my in... my pained charred body uh, sees the the. Cra- so where is the crab in relation to me now? Is the crab floating up? No. It, it's reared back from you, um, and it's in the center of the room. You're up against the wall. All right. I am going to cast. Um, I am gonna witch bolt the crab. Yep. I rolled a five. It fails. Presumably. Okay. That fails. Uh, oh, Phil- what's the crab's armor class? Seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Build you up. Um, I say it says here I have cook's utensils. I don't know why I have them, but it's in there, so I got them. Okay. Um, I've got um, I've got tongs, and I'm going to try and communicate using my tongs <laughs> with the crab, saying, "Leave this place." Very simple. Make a make a, uh, a I will say a quite difficult charisma check mm-hmm. DC uh, seventeen. Come on, Mama. Eleven. <laughs> Oh. A, a half orc comes towards you with cooking utensils and some strange, um, like, racial memory of the crab uh, recognises cooking utensils when you see it and you think that somebody's coming to cook you and you are struck with fear and anger. Yeah, and I go, no cook, snippy snip. <laughs> which only Friso understands and the crab on your nose, which suddenly darts away oh. in fear, which is the only warning you get uh, before the crab attacks both you and then spins around and attacks Bobby as well. Oh, no, it doesn't know that Bobby's there. Yeah. Attacks Usador as well. And the crab um, misses you, Filge, <laughs> and Usador's armor class is 10. Usador doesn't wear any armor is a thing I've discovered. Um, Usador, you get attacked by the claw as well. And you okay. take six, um, 11 points of hit point damage, which I can mark for you. Great. And that's the crab's turn, which means that we come back again to... That's everybody, so we go back to Chastity. Okay, so is Chastity... She's sort of ducked back out behind everyone, so did she see UC Door get attacked? Yeah, she's watching everything from the door. Okay, so she's like... She wants her jink, so she's not going to let UC Door get killed here. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's like... Oh, damn. And she's going to cast um, Healing Word on Usidor, mm-hmm. um, which is a 1d4 plus Charisma <laughs> So you get five hit points back. Great. Usidor takes five points of damage back as Healing... And then... Sh- sorry? You know, yeah, as Healing Light flows from your invisible fingers. Um, so that's a first level. Got and it. then she is going to dissonant whisper the crab. So that's a wisdom saving throw, DC 15, please. Uh, yes, the wisdom is zero. Four, the crab fails. So she's going to cast that third level. Yep, what spell um, was that? 
dissonant whisper. Dissonant whisper? Ooh. What does dissonant whisper do for some? Just say someone didn't so, know. So yeah, <laughs> she she becomes visible once she does the healing word. Yep. Uh, dissonant whispers is whispering a discordant melody. Only one creature of your choice within range can hear. Reckon it with terrible pain. Yeah, three d six plus one d six for each slot above first. So that's five d six. Psychic damage, and it must use its reaction, if available, to move as far away as its speed allows from chastity. Oh, no. Um, that's just going to send the crab back towards freezer. No, 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 no. So, so that's 5d6 damage. Um, have you rolled that? All right. I just need to roll one more d6 because um, I'm adding things up. Yep. 17. 17 points of damage. Okay, the crab mortally wounded. Um, you get the sense it has a lot more life, but the dissonant whisper also strikes its lizard brain and the crab lizard wait a second well crustacean brain it's a crustacean i guess you you say lizard brain when like you're talking about like lizards i know all humans (laughs) (laughs) anyway the crab darts. do you you think that some of the most famous humans are actually secret lizards is that why you're saying that i listen to a lot of alex jones (laughs) (laughs) the crab darts itself into a small shape and then in a whoosh of steam disappears out the How side. do you think crabs work? <laughs> no, the room is still the steam. <laughs> like like a Jetsons guy. The room is still full of steam. <laughs> All of the crab's fur falls off and uh, its paws are It beats burned. its wings and flies <laughs> away. Yeah, she's she's going to whisper um, one of the most um, awful uh, Sigillian insults that she get, knows and she's like, you thing of no bowels. <laughs> That's her dissonant whisper. And then the crab, in panic, ignites its auxiliary engines and um, <laughs> smashes through the side of the ship, leaving a perfect crab shape <laughs> in a whir of its helicopter blades. Um, and that, that shape of a crab, that is the, the exact map of Australia, yep. I think. <laughs> and the crab disappears out the side of the ship. And congratulations, you have bested the hulking crab. We did it all together equally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Chastity stands there, um, um, the victor. And Baston pops his head through the crab silhouette. (laughs) (laughs) What did I miss? (laughs) Bobby, you're up against the chest, and you can see that the chest, as I said, is empty and Mm. has been broken into. Um, Because we can't talk underwater, I do like a shrugging motion and go and like point at like, like. There's nothing here. Um, right. We've only investigated one room of this huge ship. But How that, many rooms that, are this, there? D- d- is, well, this box, is this box... Is this box... This looks like this was the fortified strong box in the hold. Now, is this it covered in gems? Was it covered in gems? No, no, no. no but this, but this was a giant, like, right. container and whatever was... So presumably was the, the, the rock box has, was inside this larger was box. Was in the lock box. Yeah, right. Presumably. So the, the box um, with rocks in it was in the, the box that was locked. And in exactly. fact, uh, Bobby, you looking at the base of the, um, of the chest, you actually see a, and you pull up and you show to Usador a small um, piece, garnet stone that Usador, you recognize as broken off from your box. Mm. <laughs> uh, Usador reaches out and grabs it and, and kisses it underwater. <laughs> So Chastity is going to sort of look at Usidor and say, Uzi, I think we should uh, negotiate a rise in my rates since I helped you out there, shouldn't we? Now you're she holds out her hand for the stone. Um, you, now, you can't quite talk either, so this is all sort of essential. No, this is, they oh, they yeah. have the oh, no, you have the mind. You guys can talk through your minds, yep. Mind yeah, uh, she's yeah. got message as well anyway, so she could use that. Oh, yeah, mm. but Bobby, you have message uh, as well. Oh. Usidor gladly gives Chastity the rock. 
Yay! Uh, Chastity, you get a small uh, garnet stone, and um, all of you are standing on the ship when suddenly the ship seems to tremble, and uh, you are all thrown against the wall as the deck twists and suddenly moves and rights itself. Mm. Uh, the, the ship, and then the ship yeah, um, jerks again and sort of um, recorrects itself. And then you are all filled with the sense that the ship is rising through the water. <gasps> what? Go ship, I say as we rise. Thank <laughs> <laughs> uh, You guys have a second to react if you want. Uh, I'm going to try and get up. Usador, Usador reaches out with his mind. Usador reaches out with his mind and uh, thinks to everyone, hey, did you guys ever see the abyss? <laughs> the movie was so scary. Uh, Chastity uses message to respond, and she goes, "I never been to the lower planes, mate. They work trouble. They are." <laughs> um, Baston's gonna go above decks. Uh, Baston, okay, quickly make a dexterity check for me. Just stay upright. Uh, he needs to be twelve. Yep, yeah, fourteen. Okay, Baston races up onto the deck. Everybody, is anyone following Baston? No. I, I want to hold on to a mast, so yeah. I'll probably do that. You can hold on to the hold. Uh, All right. Things in the hold. Yes, but there's I'll a, hold on to a hold. There are so many holes on the side of the ship now, you can also see through it. And as water starts to drain out of those holes, you realise that the entire Kanos cruiser has been pulled out of the water. And Baston, you alone see as it rises that there is now a black-sailed cutter with a symbol of a wyvern diving down on its sails um, now that has banked up alongside the ship and standing on the deck is a gnome in a mustard and green tabard who from his hand um, eldritch energies are forming and coalescing into the shape of a phantasmal giant colossal hand that is cradling the boat and has pulled it out of the water. And as he directs the hand, it brings the ship, um, the Kanos, alongside his own boat, where sailors clad in black with hooked poles, hooked poles and wickedly barbed um, gangplanks are already fastening and lashing the two decks together. Mm. Basson, you're holding onto the. the I don't rigging. know about green and mustard as a color choice. Are you saying that? On you, yeah. Mustard and green should never be seen. <laughs> Unless there's something in between. And he's got like a red sash. <laughs> I stand corrected, my friend. Um, the rest of your friends uh, race up onto the deck with you. So uh, we're above water now? Yes. And you can all talk again. Uh, ooh. Ooh, Do we recognize this bland. person? No, this is a little, as I said, this is a gnome. Um, water Davians, quickly. And you, Sador, you're familiar with sort of all um, politics and factions of, the, of many planes. I want you all to quickly make an intelligence check for me. You too, Frizo. Anyone be 14? No. Uh, oh, I just did. Yes, I did. 15. Um, Bobby. I'm, I'm not going to make it because I don't think Chastity would know anything, so... Yep, yep. This, is, this is political. You recognise the symbol on the sail is the symbol of the Zentarum. Um, once a mercenary band, um, now one of the primary mover and shaker organisations that jostle for power in the city of Waterdeep. Um, they have some above-the-ground legitimate activities, but mostly they are known as a faction for whom power is an anything-or-nothing game, and they will do whatever it takes to secure control of, of elements of the city. Okay. Janos regularly tangles with them. Yeah, right. Um, would they know who we are? Are we, are we a known entity to the Zentarum? Um, Janos Mir would be. Right. Uh, probably the Crippets Detective Agency has not yet reached such dizzying heights of intrigue. <laughs> but today is our day. day. Does Bobby tell, share that information with the rest of us? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And in fact, I'll... you recognize not only this, you recognize this gnome. This gnome is the master of magic, of, uh, which is one of the leading masters of this entire in the city, uh, an ex-adventurer himself. His name is um, Schemo Weirdbottle. And he, and he runs a magic shop um, that is a front for Zentarum activity. Schemo? Uh -huh. You only know him by his reputation. Okay. What ho, Master Schemo? Silence, Harper! What's Harper? He's calling you a Harper, which is another faction that, has, that is regularly at war with the Zentarum. Oh, you would come back to the scene of your crime, would you? You would come back to snub your nose at us? Master of Magic, your reputation precedes you. Silence! But I just said silence! If I may, I just, just say... Whispering I, isn't silence! It's, it's just... Weird Bartle, you face Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, <laughs> master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarrakis, known to the elves as Fia and Yalak, known to the dwarves as Zonin and Hookstangis, and known in the northeast of Foon as Gaswinius Maystar, and... With such great names of power that would destroy you if I did so choose. So put down this attack and allow me to regain my rocks and be gone with thee, weird bottle. Is there something about silence that is just not cutting through here? Wait, did you say Usador? Oh. Usador, yes. Wizard of the Twelfth Realm. Oh, yeah, 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 Master yeah, of Light, Shadow, Manipulator, Magical Lights, Devour of Chaos. Chami of the Great Halls of Tarrakis, known in the Elves as Seeing Elk, known the Dwarves as Seeing Suitors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, there we go. Oh, oh do you have a flower? Ah, uh, yes, I have my favorite posy right here. What's oh, this? Usador, do the thing, do, do the, the thing, thing, do the thing. Do the thing. Scummo. <laughs> hey. Oh, I see. <laughs> So hey, <laughs> by now this, the, the two the the two ships' decks have been lashed together, and with a flourish of his hand, Schemo releases Big B's hand from the ship, which is the spell he was casting. And big big hand, Big B's hand. Oh, it's, okay. um, <laughs> and big, big hand. the as his cutter takes the weight of the cruiser, um, and the two sort of bob together as his as he and four of his tough thug sailors walk onto the deck with you. These, and he turns to them and says, these are the Harpers that came aboard last night and purloined our goods. Purloined? Mm, you, I, you don't talk. <laughs> Listen, buddy, do we look like we have your goods? You look exactly like the people who stole it last night, yes. A half-orc, a wizard, a little one. A little oh. one? Just a generic little one. Yeah, well, I, it was dark. He's a gnome. Yeah, so. as a gnome, I think... That you would be uh, a little bit more, more sensitive yeah, exactly. to the sizing of <sighs> our friend. So Does chastity still look like a crab? No, no, chastity, chastity, you don't look still like a crab. Oh, maybe you do. Um, let me just double check the spell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she yes. does. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, One hour, crab. no concentration. Yeah. He's like, he's like going down the line, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, and a little what? And what the hell is that? <laughs> Click, 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 click. <laughs> uh, so where where are they in relation to where there are people starting to come on board the ship that's attached to their ship? That's right. It's a it's a cutter. It's it's not a huge warship, but it's definitely big enough to hold the cruiser under the weight of its own um, buoyancy. buoyancy. And th there is a sizable force of Zentarum now on the ship. But more important than that, because Usador would not be scared by mere sort of thugs and veteran sailors. 
Usador, sure. you get the sense that this Schemo, for all of his diminutive size, is a powerful spellcaster that may rival even your own power. Okay. Uh, that so may, may rival. How many people have actually made it onto the ship that we're on? Schemo is surrounded by, as I said, four sailors, but there are many more on his ship watching. So, so Schemo's on our ship now? Yeah, he's walked aboard. Look, let me make this very easy for you. Where is the box you took last night? And Wait. why have you returned? Where is the box you took last night? Well, I didn't and why take... have you returned? Mm. This isn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> we went looking for the box and the box was gone. Somebody attacked the ship with a blast. We uh, had a rescue mission in the water. Uh, search them. Uh, and these sailors come forward and they begin to search you. Are you... Going I will to allow be searched. I'll allow it. I will not allow myself to be searched I'm, by these uh, thugs. I'm, I'm very ticklish. I'm yeah, Phil starts to giggle uh, um, as she allows herself to be searched. I found this, by the way. I know it looks bad, Best but me found this breastplate. <laughs> uh, Baston's mostly naked. She's not letting herself get searched at all. She's not happy. The rest of you back off. Yep. Kicking angry. Um, <laughs> but Schemo, you quickly notice because... Yeah, no, she, she, uh, yep. uh, Chastity's getting angry. Yep. Yeah, Frieza refuses to be searched as well. So what's he doing? No. Snob it. No, no, don't search me, please. <laughs> I've got all my secrets in my underwear. Oh, <laughs> no. I like that at all. Um. <clears throat> but Schema also has a look at, at, at everyone, and it's kind of, kind of clear that none of them have the box because he knows what he's looking for. Yeah. Is he looking, are you looking for the big box? Or How big is the box you're looking for? Or the box with rocks. A yeah. jewel-encrusted box full of uh, worthless ha- curios, really. But Zentarum owned. <laughs> yeah, I should I should say Zentarum owned worthless curios. Are they yours, rightfully? Oh. Yeah, I mean they, they were taken at some what? point. Hmm? They were they were liberated from a wizard of some sort of power. An evil wizard. An evil. I mean, I don't know the. Oh, uh, how dare you! <laughs> how dare you refer to me as evil? For there is nothing more precious than a rock. Born out of the very ground. What a hallowed piece of this plane it is. Okay, so at this point, um, uh, Schemo realizes what's happened here. Yep. And that this is the very wizard that a couple of weeks ago they stole this box from. Yep. Um, and he realizes that this very powerful wizard is also getting quite upset. Yep. Um, if I could start again. <laughs> uh, there seems to have been uh, some miscommunication here. Uh, yes. Some time ago, the box, which I now realize was yours, ha, came into my possession. But before I could give it back to you, it was stolen by a group of harpers, who I now am to understand is not you guys. Mm. I believe we are much affronted by this. Yes. Now, you must apologize in our custom. Money, please. <laughs> and we all hold out our hands. I will give money to the wizard. <laughs> 49,000 gold pieces <laughs> And a Zentarum Another Zentarum Excellent. gnome comes out With a small chest full of 49,000 gold pieces And gives it to you, Usador I shrink it down And put it inside my hat The rest of you, can I get you a towel Or a mug of something warm Ooh Um Yeah, I'll have a What, what, what drinks do you have? Do you have any bone broth? I'll have a mug of warm money 
<laughs> oh, well, you've got me there. And he gives you a mug of heated up gold coins. Yeah, nice. Yeah. You get 50 gold pieces. Uh, the rest of you get bone broth. And in a few minutes later, wrapped in towels on the deck of his own ship, uh, Schemo um, has sent his men to search the Kanos, uh, but is increasingly realizing that you are not the harpers he was looking for. And is mm. put out, but also a little bit embarrassed. Look, I feel sort of bad about all this. Um, Usador, I understand that this box is of some significance to you. Uh, I can tell you where it... Well, it's just a box of rocks. Yes, a box of rocks that I... Yeah, I can tell you where it probably is. And then maybe we can sort of call it square. All right, quick dragon huddle. Everyone, um, I think we should interrogate this guy. Does anyone have a chamber pot of urine? (laughs) <laughs> give, give me a pot And I'll give you a <laughs> pot of urine <laughs> He's a very powerful wizard for his, uh, All right, uh, what, Look Yusador Is this box more precious than the 49,000 coins To you To me yes of course I want nothing more than to have this box of rocks back in my position. And why do you think this, um, this, Z- this Zentaran would have stolen your box of rocks? They're, they're probably magic. Oh. Probably. Mm. Okay, I have to cop to that one. Skip. Hey, get out of our dragon huddle. <laughs> How'd you get in here? It's very small. He just walked in. <laughs> I, just, I literally just walked in and I'm standing in the middle. <laughs> Look... I don't know. It's no secret. Everybody knows. That's all anybody's talking about. The treasure underwater deep. I get it. Uh, I was under the impression that this box of rocks, I didn't know it had rocks in it. I thought it might have some sort of key. I took the box. It didn't. Before I could sort of return it, uh, the Harpers stole it. Hmm. Sometimes when you look at rocks and just see how beautiful they are, isn't that a kind of magic? No, you know what? I've been very polite, but we lost six men stealing that from you. (laughs) Six good men with families. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. Yes, it's just a box of rocks, so who looks stupid now? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I think the Harpers probably had the same idea. They've taken it. I can write down an address for you. We can go our ways. He, but he, aren't you going to go to find the Harpers? No. Oh, no, because you don't care about the box anymore. No, so what was... So Not what, to so offend this very powerful wizard, but the box is useless. He is insane. <laughs> so Schemo explains that he had already um, uncovered, and the Zentarum had uncovered a Harper spy on the Kanos, but before they had mm. moved against him, the ship had disappeared and sunk. Mm. They have mm. tracked that Harper spy to a Harper cell operating out of the dock ward, just a few blocks from here. Uh, he is unhappy about the loss of the ship and they will doubtless plan some nefarious retribution against the Harpers, but he does not really care about this box of rocks. However, he's happy to give you the address uh, so that a slight um, misfortune may befall his, his, your right. mutual enemies. Um. And I like so it. Let's take, let, so let's get the map from, um, from Schemo. It's just an address, and he pops it down on the back of a coaster. And it's, oh, an, ad- okay. it's an address of a printing, <laughs> a printing cooperative um, operating out of the docks that prints broadsheets and posters. Take us back to land. Um, okay. 
<laughs> and you realise that he, you're actually lucky that he did for uh, the boat is nowhere to be seen and your rowboat, um, Marjorie Flemington, is lost now to Deepwater Harbour. Vale. No, that's got all my clothes in it. <laughs> <laughs> With all of Frizo's clothes. No. No. Why do I always end up nude in these fucking adventures? And, and all of our shoes. I really hope that the boat, just by chance, by no magic, has drifted back to the harbour master. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got 49,000 gold pieces and his boat back. Filled with my clothes. <laughs> and some clothes. As, as we're leaving uh, Schemo, uh, Frizo asks about the Zentarum or Zentarin? The Zentarum. Tarim or the Zents or the Black Network? Uh, uh, you're, you're, uh, I hear that your, bla- your Black Network is entirely into uh, power and the accruing of power and nothing else? Ah, well, I mean, it's really, but yes. Um, do you have a business card or something? Yes, of course. Here it is in your hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. form of some sort. He gives you the name of a, um, a recruitment office, essentially, for Ooh. the Zentarum. Excellent. Uh, so, could I get one of those too? I don't have any left. <laughs> <laughs> he very clearly has a big stack. These are the cards of someone else. <laughs> this is a wedding planner Stack-like. I used once. <laughs> that was a smart move. For if I appeared at your recruitment office, the last thing you would see is the white hot flame of a furious wizard destroying evil. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And with that, he um, quickly places a, unrolls a magical carpet and um, issues a command word to the carpet. And as you all step on it, it rockets off towards the harbour and then just upends itself, dumping you on the ground and scoots back to him. Is it a boat? Who knows? (laughs) Save it for Wednesday! We yell out. And you find yourselves back on the harbour. Uh, on All the right. docks. On the docks? Yes. Hey, our shoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah, no, your shoes are there. Yes. Great. Whoa. We put our shoes back on. All right, let's go so to does this. Does that mean Frieza is very unnerv- uh, unnervingly wearing just sort of underwear and shoes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know that thing of when you go uh, to the beach and you're just, you know, you're in swimwear and then you put a towel over your shoulder and then you, you start walking to a cafe or to like a pub or something and you quickly cross a well, street... Maz, Maz is from England, so no. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a point where you cross, like, a, there's an th- unwritten threshold, but when you get too far from the beach, when you are suddenly just a mm-hmm. naked person walking yeah. on the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, this is underwear. Yeah. I like to push those boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> Frieza, you feel that almost immediately. Um, is, is Chastity still looks like a, a weird crab, right? <laughs> yeah, Do we yeah. have to, like, put a hat on her or something? <laughs> you guys have detective coats, you said. I reckon your detective coat would fit Chastity. Yeah. No, we took all... Yeah, yeah, all right. I put I put a coat uh, over Chastity's crab shoulders, wherever her I shoulders would be. I think by this point, um, Chastity would have realised the crab disguise isn't working out <laughs> and has gone back to her regular. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, and so you make your way and soon you find yourselves at a printing cooperative with a poster above it that proclaims that it is the printer of the Waterdavian broadsheet, The Final Truth, which you know, Bobby, is a broadsheet, a conspiratorial broadsheet favoured by those doomsday proclaimers and conspiracy theorist-minded Waterdavians everywhere. It's a bit of a rag. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, is, this, is, this isn't where the... Journalism happens though. This, this is, is a just, front. This is the printing. This is a Harper. This is. You've been told by Schemo that this broadsheet is actually a front for a Harper cell. Oh right. Can, so, I, can I, I change the name of the broadsheet? Uh, yeah, sure. Harper's Bazaar. <laughs> <laughs> can it be called that? Is it B I Z 
Yeah. Like, oh. I hate that. All right, it's called. The, yeah, they, they publish a broadsheet called Harper's Bazaar. All right, but, it, but so it's also a front for their secret organization, <laughs> the Harper's. Yeah. <laughs> Just to let's, clarify. Let's uh, let's head in and, and inquire about getting some printing done, and then when we mm. when we've falsely when we've uh, presented ourselves falsely, we can attack them. All right. Okay. Um, Love it. Why don't you go in and tell them that you have a conspiracy theory that they might want to print? So ah, excellent. Yeah. Six of you enter uh, the unremarkable sort of printing press rooms and there is a desk attended by a bored, uh, callow-faced youth um, who um, is waiting to right. speak to... Uh, Frizo dings the bell at the desk. He's right there. Ding! Baston dings the bell. <laughs> ding! <laughs> Anybody else want to ding Usador the bell? dings the bell. Yeah, ding! Usador dings it. Uh, Bobby can't reach the bell, so he just says, Ding! <laughs> Oh, hey, guys, welcome. Ding! <laughs> okay, I'm going to take that bell. Chastity will, like, whip out her mage hand and also ding the bell. <laughs> yeah. okay, you know what? The Very bell's, ostentatious. The bell's gone in the drawer. <laughs> he puts the bell in a little filing cabinet. Could the mage hand still ding the bell in the drawer? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> okay, he takes the bell, Usador. unscrews the bell, <laughs> takes the little um, hammer y- out of the Usador bell. Usador walks <laughs> around behind the desk and puts the bell back together slowly while... <laughs> Uh, this conversation is happening. So Yusido pulls out a small screwdriver and is reassembling the bell. Okay. Um, can I can I help any of you? Uh, yes, I heard that you might be able to help uh, me out by publicizing a very true conspiracy theory that I have that you might be interested in. Did you know that the Waterdeep government has been placing trackers in all of the boats in the harbor? <laughs> Hang on, let me get this down. Is that true? Okay. While this is happening, um, is I'm that true? S- I'm going to sneak it. <laughs> <laughs> Usador is concerned. <laughs> They've been doing what now? Um, Bobby's going to scope out the room and see if there's any uh, sort of ways away into the... Into the yeah, there is a door leading to a back office. Okay, I'm going to sneak past while Great. this is happening. Stealth check. That's an 18. 18. Plus. You sneak past, Brother Demeter. Is anyone else going to try and sneak past while Frizo is making a um, scene? I think Chastity might as well. Yeah, Chastity goes yeah, with Bobby. I'm going to try and sneak past. I'm sneaking. <laughs> More people that try, less likely this is to succeed. Uh, Chastity. Yeah, okay, already. No, sh- sh- sorry, Chastity. 14. 14 makes it. Stealth. Uh, 14. 14 makes it. Phil, are you going to miss sneak as well? No, I'm going to like try and stand and be very big and kind of block the way for everyone else. Excellent. All right. So the three of you stay um, Baston and Bobby and Chastity, you make your way into the back room where you can see, uh, looking at a map of the city with her back to you, is a figure um, in a, again, this, this one wearing a sort of charcoal grey tabard and with a brilliant red sash and inscribed uh, on her um, back as well is a symbol that you recognise, Bobby, as the symbol of the Harpers. And mm. the room is also covered with Harper iconography and also a couple of cover broached pages of particularly impressive, I guess, issues of Harper's Bazaar. Yeah. And she hasn't heard us come in? No, you all snuck in. Okay, I immediately uh, hide uh, behind a tapestry <laughs> or a large uh, or a broadsheet hanging yep. on the wall. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I'm right in front of her. She's right there looking. Are you still thing. naked? No, only from the waist down. Oh, yeah. Wait. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> only from the waist up. Yeah, right. Your beach wear. Yep. Um, beach casual, Baston. Okay. <laughs> I beach. just realised that when 
was from the pages perspective <laughs> a half naked high elf wearing only underwear and shoes went in it was like I have a conspiracy theory about how the government is tracking all the boats and Baston um, I'm going to uh, try and uh, like put my hand over her mouth and like uh, like you know like like kidnap her you're going to sneak up on her what are you doing yeah. Chastity um who else, apart from Baston, is... Um, so Bobby's sneaking in. Bobby can, hid already. You can assist Baston if you want, or you can also hide. Yeah, I think what I'll do is... Um, Chastity sees that Baston's going to do that. And just to make sure he doesn't get seen, she's going to um, cast her invisibility at third level and touch him, and both herself and he will go invisible. Oh, great. Okay. Helpful. With advantage in that case, make one more sneak check for me. Stealth. Oh, am I sneaking? Yep. Beat 15. I uh, do not. No, with advantage. Oh, oh two, two dice. Two dice. Yeah. I okay. Baston reaches up and he grabs the figure um, who immediately... I put my hand over her mouth. You put her, your hand over her mouth. She stiffens and puts a hand up um, in the universal symbol of yielding. Okay. And says, who is that? Um, shh, don't move a muscle. You have a lot of nerve coming in here. You have a lot of nerve being in here. This is Harper Territory. You realize if you attack me or even um, bring me to harm, you won't get out of here alive. I have people all through this building. And then you hear from, like, the front room, okay, so let me get that down again. Like, um, the no, ships the, the, have No, a... the reason the government is doing it is yeah. so that they can control us. That's oh, what that... man, that's, that's incredible. And <laughs> we just want the... Freezer, what else have you heard? <laughs> Um, Baston says we just want the box. What box? What are you talking about? The box with the rocks. What, what, what box? The box from the docks. The box from the docks? Yes, from the locked box in the... In the, sh- the box with the locks from the docks? That's right. The one with the rocks. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> just a game to you, isn't it? <laughs> she says, we bo- may, I may know what you're talking about, but that box is gone. We were set up. We sent, we sent a spy to infiltrate that cruiser, and they never returned. I, um, we have our suspicions that we may have been betrayed by some of our allies in the Xanathar Guild. Xanathar, eh? What well, you? what? Who? But it, why would you come here for that? Everybody knows that the box was a red herring. It wasn't even a key. I'm very con- The box wasn't a herring? Of course not. Don't be ridiculous. It's a box. Boxes aren't hairy. <laughs> Boxes aren't. They're different things. Now, if it was smoked Ooh. salmon, it could be locks. <laughs> <laughs> the figure listens to your ramble and then says, You're in quite far over your head, aren't you? Maybe I am. <laughs> Let me go. You hear a disembodied voice, like, because chastity is too invisible as well, and you just hear it like, What the bloody hell's an airing? why don't you let me go and we'll have a little chat and after that I think you'll find that you have no reason to be here I'll let you go and we can pretend that none of this has ever happened and the Harpers will still not be enemies to you and your friends how can I trust you I give you my word as Cellmaster that no harm will befall you until we have spoken good enough for me. Bobby says hidden. 
She turns around and she presses a rune in her desk and a powerful anti-magic blast hits her office and all invisibility spells are cancelled and you are left standing there. And she's like, ah, I um, didn't realise you weren't wearing a shirt. Yes, um, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> okay. Sit down. We, mm? And she offers you a seat. Uh, uh, milk and one sugar, please. What? <laughs> tea. I'll have tea, milk and one sugar. I don't believe I offer... Uh, Thank you. Demeter. And then she put, there's basically there's a small magical intercom on her desk. Demeter? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yes, yes, Sister Farcosa? I guess we'll have some tea. Oh. Yeah? Are you... Is that like a me thing to get? Well, <laughs> well it's just that Bruno's gone yeah. uh, gone to get office supplies. Yeah, I know. And I I just figure that you as sort of yeah. second least ranking Harper. Well, I thought we were all equal in the Harpers. Well, we are... Uh, Go get me some tea, Demeter. Okay, yeah, I got us. Okay. Uh, hey, guys, are you done here? He's, he's just talking to it. Free yeah. it. Like, I've got most of your, your idea down, and we'll pass it on to one of our journalists. Sorry, are you doing a tea run? Uh, <laughs> you heard that? Yeah, no, I was. I, I couldn't help it over here. If you're doing a tea run, yeah. could I have a tea, uh, please? Okay, let me I would get... like. I would like um, black. Is black tea. Black tea with with four liters of milk. Four liters of milk on the side. That's just. I'm getting you milk at this I, point. <laughs> like a small black tea with four liters of milk. Okay. And then I, I want. I want. I want two tablespoons of honey. And my goodness, if you, if you combine those ingredients. In a way, before it gets to me, uh -huh. I, 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 I will... I just sort of feel like I'm doing your groceries at this point. <laughs> could, could, could also, I, a large could I, chicken. Sorry, yes. Could I get a lizard's heart and, uh, and the feather of the saddest falcon you've ever met? Um, I'm going to write that down, but if I can't get that, then... Some toilet paper? <laughs> That's fine. Okay, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll pop that. Meanwhile, inside the room, Baston, Bobby, and um, Chastity are sitting down. Um, Sister Farcosa, cellmaster of this Harper cell, says, "What do you know of the tre um, What do you know of the rumors of the treasure hidden underneath this city?" Uh, that it's very valuable. <laughs> Okay, now, my problem here is that I feel like that answer could have been just made contextually on the fly. Well, it wasn't. Well, then tell me anything else about the treasure uh, hidden under the city. under the ground <laughs> and hidden. So, I, I suppose keys, uh, the dealer, none of these things, Kraken's Folly, none of these things mean anything oh, to Oh, they you. all sound very familiar. Yes. <laughs> I've heard all of those things. Keys, the dealer, and the oh, the this game of chance. Fast on doing a book report on a book he has not read is <laughs> <laughs> absolutely what this is. Let's just and say ultimately the catch of he caught all those people <laughs> in the rye. And, uh, <laughs> the rye was inside us the whole time, if you think about it. Uh, well, Farcosa sighs and says, "Listen, I don't know how you got involved in this." But anyone who's worth their salt in this city knows that the factions and guilds of Waterdeep have been at each other's throats since the first stone was laid in Deepwater Harbor. This city is ruled by the masked lords in name only. Real power resides in the guilds. Yes? What of the Sea Maidens fair? Okay, you're just going to shut up and I'm going to talk. <laughs> All right, please expose it. Ex do, 
I'm listening. Does anybody else want to speak for you? I don't want to talk to this one anymore. <laughs> I'm keeping up. I know what's going. What are, what are Baston? I mean, what's what's filled? So this is so, no, we're still with Bobby and Chastity at the moment. So they're just standing in the. In the, in the they're waiting for. They're waiting with Demeter, or they went to the store with him. Yeah, no. Frizo has taken Demeter's place at the desk, and if anyone comes in, <laughs> Frizo is going to pretend he works at Harper's Bazaar. Phil just is in the waiting room flipping through an edition, the latest edition, <laughs> reading all the celebrity goss. Okay, great. What's, the, what, what's an example of the good celebrity goss she's reading? Ooh, for, for fun, the elf um, has run off with um, Galagon the Grey. <laughs> Spicy. And once again, she cannot read. So she's <laughs> making all of this up. She's looking at the pictures and just sort of saying things. <laughs> There, okay. Uh, um, meanwhile, inside the Usador is still struggling to put together the bell. <laughs> <laughs> it's the tiny screws. Has he magicked uh, a sort of instruction, an IKEA instruction booklet for the bell out of there? <laughs> He's looking at it. He's <laughs> the Zentarum, the Xanathar Guild, the Emerald Enclave, the Lords themselves, everyone in this city has been a buzz and at each other's throats more than usual. You see. There is news on the underground of a vast fortune hidden underneath this city. Some say that a figure called the dealer, a dealer in magical items and information, is going to resurface soon. And when he does, the keys to this fortune will be available for a price. Okay, I couldn't this remember what everybody said. You wrote it down. You wrote what happened to the list. A swooping bird took it. And so I just got a bunch of Lucasade for everybody. <laughs> Lucasade? Oh, was it a sad falcon? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I grabbed one of his feathers. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, now, this, this, this Lucasade, what will it do to my glucose levels? Oh, it'll, it'll make them re- peak real quick, and then you'll crash. Anyway, sorry to interrupt <laughs> you were saying. Yes, Demetic. So have we all walked into the room now? I suppose the, your friends are just joining this, this meeting. Yeah, yeah, he's got some pretty interesting things to say about mm. the boat and the and drinking water and when we end we're going to have a long hard conversation about your future employment with this organization. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, lady, where with that wet fellow in the shorts? Oh, okay. So uh, Do not ask our names, trust me. <laughs> where will we find this uh, dealer? Nobody knows when the dealer will resurface. All we know is that when he does, he's going to exact a terrible cost for information that could make any guild or faction ascendant in Waterdeep. Whoever finds this horde will secure their stranglehold on this city for a generation. Rumours of magical items are therefore of utmost importance to all factions in Waterdeep, and we apparently, mistakenly, believed that the Zentarum smuggling this box in might be related. It seems that it is not. Unfortunately... For you, Mr. Usador, was it? That's correct. I am Usador, <laughs> wizard of the twelfth realm what of Ephesus, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, uh, devourer yes. of chaos, champion of the uh, great halls uh, of darkness. Okay. The elves know me as Fian Yalak. The dwarves know me as Zonin Hugstangji. It's just that I am known in the northeast as Gasmwenius Mace. Yes. And there may be other secret names. Okay. That if I ever did utter them aloud, I swear to thee that thine very nipples would fall off. <laughs> right. And Chastity pipes up afterwards. Yeah, and I just think he's a bloody burk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm getting that too. Anyway, um, I think we owe you an apology, but unfortunately your box is gone. We did send a spy on the Kanos. 
we did send a team to retrieve it, but with, Zan with the Xanathar Guild's assistance, but they never returned. The box, it seems, for now, is lost. But I fear the box at the end of the day is not what matters here. If the, Z if the Zentarum and the, the Guild are striking at each other, and if they are wrapping us up in this, then it means that the dealer's return is all the more imminent. And that means that soon this, the fragile peace of this city will once again break, I fear, into full and open warfare. And when that happens, the Harpers will be ready. I have told you everything I know, and now I suggest that with my blessing, you leave. You owe us something, lady. In that case, allow me to give you this signed edition of Harper's Bazaar. Uh... Do you Ooh, have a business you. card or something where I could join your organization? Oh, are you interested in joining the Harpers? Yes. Yes, there's going to be a vacancy very soon. <laughs> oh, cool. Who's leaving? Are going to have a party to say goodbye to us? And she gives you a business card with um, details on how to join the Harpers. Excellent. Um, one second. Dragon Huddle. So, like... Um, Yusuro, do you, I mean, I know this box is precious to you, but would you be more interested in, in going to find uh, all the treasure that's hidden under the city? Or are we really fixated on this box? Because, you know, we're working for you, buddy. I really love rocks. Mm. That's the thing. <laughs> and they're fun to look at and to touch. <laughs> uh, but I suppose if we can find uh, some sort of treasure or... Or perhaps help quell the inevitable destruction and war that's to come here. We should do that instead. Mm. I can get more rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Later that night, um, in a rickety tenement in the beggar's court, uh, the dragon friends that make up the Gribbets Detective Agency with their new friends are meeting once again under candlelight with their CFO Gribbets and now Janos Mir, the beggar king of Waterdeep, who is now being briefed on what you know. So explain that part to me again. What would she say? So there, were, there, there is separate to the box of rocks, which I think we've been over several times yes, now. Yes, you've spent several hours talking about yeah. this box of rocks. It's very interesting um, because the rocks in it aren't just rocks. They're also yeah, geodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Pan but pa the pancakes. Is, a geode. It... What did she say in the last little bit? Well, basically the dealer... There's a wars between the factions. Are you the absolutely 100% sure she used those exact words? The dealer. The dealer is, the, his arrival is imminent. All right, my sons. I would be very, very cautious as to who you repeat that to. In fact, I think it would be probably best of all if we just sort of forgot about that entirely. And as he says that, he pulls out from his coat uh, six small bags of platinum pieces, each of them <gasps> worth many hundred gold pieces, and he puts one down in front of you, and then as an afterthought, he pulls out a smooth pebble, and he places <laughs> it in front of you, Usador. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and one more central piece of information. The brand of Bell was a Lutendorf, and I could not get it back together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, Janos, the government is tracking all the ships. Now, I read about that in Harvard. Can you believe <laughs> You've done me a great and powerful service, my Someone friends. took my platinum piece. Can I have another one, please? Absolutely not. No. You've, done, you've done your business well, my friends, and take this with my blessing. And if anybody ever asks about this hoard or this dealer or these keys, 
You're going to tell them that you've never heard of this before in your life. It's a deal. <laughs> I've forgotten uh-huh. already. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they cheers and they clink glasses and they don't move while the oh, credits roll. Yeah, can someone cast like a freeze time spell as well? <laughs> <laughs> and deep within the Gribbets Detective Agency, their third and most profitable case has been solved as... The sun sets on a beggar's court, filthy and profitable as ever, of a city that does not yet know what menace is about to befall it. Thank you. Yay! Yay! Thank you so much, Joyce, um, Maz, and Matt Young. Uh, do you guys want to talk about Thanks your podcast? For us. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to hear more from Usador, he, uh, he's a character on Hello from the Magic Tavern. Uh, it's a fully improvised comedy podcast set in a magical world where uh, my friend Arnie plays himself and the basic premise of the whole thing is that he fell through a magical portal uh, behind a Burger King into a fantastical (laughs) Narnia slash Lord of the Rings type world and instead of going on a great adventure he just hosts a talk show uh, and I'm one of the co-hosts of the talk show (laughs) along with Chunt the Talking Badger um, I also do another couple other podcasts. I do Improvised Star Trek, where I play Captain Julius Valentine Baxter because everyone I play needs to have a super long name for some reason. <laughs> you can also check out the uh, satirical news magazine style podcast, The Probe, which will have its second season soon. Cool. Nice. Fantastic. Fantastic stuff. And Maz, do you want to tell us about your podcast? Um, so mine isn't actually a podcast. It's a live stream. Um, we play every Sunday on the Wizards uh, D&D Twitch channel. And I am converting the old Planescape 2nd edition module, the Great Modron March. And my party is an all-tiefling party, and it's called Hell's Bells. Great. And you can, of course, find out more about The Dragon Friends at thedragonfriends.com. Uh, Dragon Friends is a podcast that comes out every two weeks and features these dickheads wow. playing Dungeons wow. & Dragons wow. with me, a game that they have not formally studied and refused to learn the rules of. Wait, Sorry you... we didn't get a Dungeons & Dragons University Day. <laughs> <laughs> We're in our fourth season. It's only getting more baffling, and our relationship is only fraying more at the edges, and you can catch that <laughs> where all good podcasts are made or our live shows in Sydney. Thank you very much for having us on the Dungeon Delve Podcast. This has been Podcasts of Waterdeep and this is Dragon Friends Episode 2 signing off. Bye! Bye. Bye. Bye.